five, four, three, two. Hi, I'm Natalie. Hi, I'm Cersei, and we're I Rewatch, Rewatch iCarly. An iCarly Rewatch podcast. Every week, we dissect the mechanics and themes of each episode, deep dive into the cast and crew, and give a comedic critique to, to the, the iconic, iconic 2007 Nickelodeon staple. Be sure to stay tuned until the end when we reveal who the pod babe of the week is. Hey besties, the audio kind of sucks for the first half because I left my AC on. Sorry. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast that has made every man who listened to it ghost me. I'm your host, Cersei. <laughs> and I'm Natalie, and I just got fired. So here we are, guys, <laughs> the train wreck that are the pod babes. Just kidding. Legal disclaimer. I did not actually get fired. I did resign. They are just absolute assholes. So <laughs> legal disclaimer. I have been ghosted by four men. Well, I mean, she do be cheating on me, guys. So y'all, it's long distance is not for us. We can't handle it. We strictly flirt on here. We are queer baiting each other. I mean, we really are. It's just a bit. Men, if you're listening, it's just a bit. I deserve to be loved and cherished. Please. Everything is a bit. Everything that we say on this podcast is just for jokes. No, we're not even gay. We're not even gay. <laughs> that is a lie. We just want it to be mildly homophobic for laughs, y'all. Oh, my y'all. God. We're literally going to get canceled because of this, if not anything else. You guys, I love iCarly. Yeah iCarly is amazing. I love this iCarly podcast where you talk about iCarly. But this week's episode is titled I Heart Art. And I don't like that. I don't like the rhyming. I think um, this is a thumbs down for me. Thumbs down. Season 1, episode 14, February 2nd, 2008. What a lovely year. I had side bangs and weighed like 40 pounds. It was directed by Adam Wiseman and written by Arthur Gradstein, who we have all discussed Previously, yes. In this episode, Spencer's version of Ariana Grande, Grand- <laughs> Ariana Grande disparages Spencer's artwork and calls him an amateur. And Spencer decides to quit being an artiste and becomes a dental assistant. <laughs> Carly denounces her fascist ways and decides she must do everything she can to rescue Spencer from capitalism. The rest of the gang obviously joins in to help save the iCarly day. Period. Great synopsis. Thank you. Thank you. Moving on, we are in the hallway and Carly and Sam just got dropped off from school at Carly's apartment by none other than Sam's mommy herself. <laughs> mommy? Mommy. Girl. Hell yeah. I'm thinking about her. I just want to know what she looks like. <laughs> Freddie obviously joins in as soon as he hears them all come home because we know he's madly in love with the two of them. And the gang goes inside to find Spencer busy working on some sculptures for a gallery that showcases great unknown artists. I'm sorry, have we never pondered the idea that maybe Carly and Sam are going to take Freddie to Paris? Oh, you know what? Actually, I don't think we have thought about that. Wait, is there enough Freddie to go around? He's kind of short. You know what? I don't know. I feel like Carly couldn't handle it. I feel like Freddie could handle it because we know Freddie is into degradation. But Carly, I don't think she could handle it because I know that Sam and Freddie would be way too into it themselves. Yeah, and she'd feel kind of left out. Yeah, and she would feel a little bit left out. You know, she would get a little bit jealous. So. She would just leave awkwardly. Yeah, I think that would ruin their friendship. Wait, that happened to a friend of mine. <laughs> she was hooking up with a guy, and then our other friend, who we're no longer friends with, came in and started to, like, initiate a threesome. But then the other girl and the guy got really into it, and my friend was like, uh, okay, and then left. <laughs> 
friend is Carly. <laughs> oh my god, I'm besties with Carly Shay. Yeah, you're besties with Carly Shay. <laughs> oh my god. More proof that I am Sam. Apparently, geez. Well, then no, because you would have been in the threesome. So oh, you would have yeah, been the w- friend. <laughs> I was the friend. I'm you just saying, yeah, this other girl that we don't talk to anymore. You're like, hypothetically, if it was me. <laughs> But also, Sam says that her mom likes that her and Carly hang out because she thinks that it will keep Sam out of jail. Honestly, she's probably not wrong, which is like the saddest fucking part. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know why people are always like, oh, bad kids should hang out with the good kids because then they're going to make the bad kids good. Wrong. It's going to make the good kids bad. That's true. Baby, I am proof. (laughs) Living proof. That's true. I was a dweeb. I hung out with some baddies. And then before you know it, I was 14 years old committing Grand Theft Auto. Did I get charged? No, I did not. But that's a story for a different day. Same minus a Grand Theft Auto. So (laughs) (laughs) apparently I wasn't hanging out with the real cool kids. Yeah. You had to come to Chicago. What can I say? Long Island doesn't fuck like we do. Nah, shit. I missed out. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie's like, what took y'all so long to get here? And Sam's like, my mom had to pick up her ointment. Any more questions? And Freddie shivers like, and it's like, can we stop fucking shaming this woman for having a body? Literally. Like, we don't even, we never see her. We don't know what she looks like. And no, it's, she is a mommy, but we don't know what she looks like. She needs ointment yeah. and she wears a bikini around her house all day. And that is all I need to know. <laughs> like, I just feel like it's like, it's so cruel. We don't, like, this poor woman is just, like, can, can women exist? No, they cannot. They cannot exist in the real world, in the iCarly world, period, without Freddie shaming them. Man, Freddie, fuck you. Fuck you, Freddie. Fuck you. Don't act like you're not getting ointment rubbed all over you by your fucking mother. At least Sam's mom is like rubbing it on herself, perhaps having a man rub it on her. She's an independent woman. She is an independent Literally. woman getting her own ointment, taking care of her body as she should. She is being very health conscious. And here Freddie is and he can't even fucking he doesn't even have the allowance to go on a bus by himself so fucking choke freddy he's fucking short too he's short too. he is short you wear platform shoes freddy fuck you dude you're like three feet tall keep it down keep it down actually you know what i'm gonna elevate it fuck you nathan crest <laughs> fuck you for going so hard in that shiver i don't care if you're an actor i saw the hatred in your eyes we canceled canceled i saw the willingness to body shame this poor woman who we've never seen fuck you wow. little boy fuck you nathan emphasis on lil lil bit capital capital l-i-l bitch <laughs> anyway moving on moving on let's cancel sam real quick let's let's we're not even a minute in and we're gonna cancel all three of the main characters yeah, fuck them kids fuck them kids not spencer the three kids all canceled He's not a kid. He's not a kid. He's he's a daddy. Oh, he's going to Paris. We can't cancel him. (laughs) He needs to get on that flight with us. Yeah, we're waiting. (laughs) Patiently. Oh, that could be the sexual situation in the new (laughs) iCarly. You guys, we've been cast. We have been cast in the new iCarly. Guys, big announcement. Big announcement. Spencer is coming to Paris with us on the we new iCarly. We are going to Eiffel Tower him. <laughs> we are going to Eiffel Tower Spencer Shea. It is live. It'll be on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> You're going to see ass. You're going to see titties. You're going to see dick. It's basically porn. It's, it's basically actually going to be porn. featured on Pornhub. Yeah. First page. Front Brassier liner. is just right there. <laughs> 
You guys, on my OnlyFans exclusively, <laughs> me, Jerry Trainer, Natalie Collins, get into it. $50 a month, baby. Get into it. <laughs> That's actually the Paramount Plus, like, subscription is our OnlyFans. <laughs> like... <laughs> You think you're getting all these movies, and it's just us doing porn versions of the movies? <laughs> and there's only the three of us, so it's like we're playing every single character. It's like fucking in the, in the fucking Amanda show when they had that family. <laughs> Do you know the blockbuster? I never watched it. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, what was the fucking thing of it called? It was like a family of people, and they would redo all of the movies, and they would rent them out like as if they were the real movies at Blockbuster. <laughs> but that's us and Jerry Trainer on Paramount Plus. <laughs> what are we recreating right now? What, oh what movies do you know by heart? Uh, none of them. You know Batman by heart, so there you go. <laughs> the Dark Knight. First of all, it's called The Dark Knight. All right, Still. here. This is an easy one. Just, just say, okay, stop. Okay, stop. Well, hello, beautiful. You must be Harvey's squeeze. <laughs> and you are beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. I could keep going into it, but she looks like really terrified and I don't want to turn her off. I am terrified. Anyway. I Carly. <laughs> you want to know how I got this web show? <laughs> um, back to canceling Sam now. <laughs> <laughs> Sam makes this comment to Spencer being like, yeah, well, you're definitely unknown. And Spencer is like, thanks. Like, why is she such a fucking hater? Like, you're also unknown, girl. I feel like so much time has passed. We have to reiterate that, like, he's applying to something that's for, like, unknown upcoming artists. Yes. Literally four unknown artists. And she's like, well, you're definitely unknown. And Spencer's like, yeah, that's why I'm fucking applying, you idiot. Like, thank you. Rude. I mean, we're unknown. Does any... Can, I, can can anyone submit us to a thing for unknown and upcoming podcasters who know the, the whole script of The Dark Knight <laughs> and also just got fired and also just got ghosted? We really need some help here, guys. Very, very niche, but we're looking for something along these lines. <laughs> we're breaking down, guys. We need some help. <laughs> this is our breaking point. This is our low. We've hit it. <laughs> we finally get introduced also to the names of Spencer's three sculptures. We have Yippee Yi Yo-Yo, Elephant Cycle, and Mary Sniffmas. And personally, I think Yippee Yo-Yo is one of my favorite ones. And the name is kind of creative. Like, I kind of fuck with the sculpture and the name and everything. I like it. I don't want to be a Sam, aka a hater, but I did not enjoy these sculptures. Not any of them. No, they're kind of whack. Well, if I had to pick one of them, if I had to pick one of them, I like the Yippee Yo-Yo one the best. Like, the other two, eh. Eh. Yeah. I don't, like, Spencer is like, um... What a painter is to a collager is what a sculptor is to Spencer Shea. Okay. I, um, he does stuff, but also I just don't like contemporary art, so that's probably just... I mean, he is definitely, like, contemporary art. Maybe I just don't get it. He is like, art is in the eye of the beholder, and you are not beholding it. Maybe, like, I'm regressed. Yeah, you are. I regressed. I can't behold it. You and Harry Joyner here, one and the same, apparently, because me... Spencer, an artiste. I can't believe I'm Harry Joyner, who's got an accent that's halfway between British and Australian. I hated it. I hated that fucking accent anyway. So Spencer is stressed out about trying to finish these sculptures and impressing Cersei, apparently, since his absolute <laughs> idol, Harry Joyner and Cersei McNaughton, was showcased there a while ago. He's so stressed out that he literally can't find anything for his sculptures around the apartment when it's all literally under his nose and in his hand. But, um, because <laughs> he was you. looking for a nose and it's under the nose and it's under the nose and she did a pun folks everybody give it up for Natalie Arcoli 
Thank you. She'll be here all week. Thank you. Pun queen. Thank you. <laughs> Carly decides that she wants to reach out to Harry Joyner, who conveniently lives in Seattle. I'm sure Cersei has something to say about this. And have him what come fuck see is in Seattle? <laughs> and have him come see Spencer's art for himself and tell him how amazing it is in person. <laughs> Why? Why? Who? Why? How? Who? Who is in Seattle this much? I don't even think people who live in Seattle are in Seattle this much. Everyone and their mother is in Seattle. I can't even think. I can't even even think of like you know. People always ask celebrities, "Oh, you go on tour so much. Oh, you travel so much. What's your favorite city? What's your favorite city? What, what city you always want to go to?" Seattle. Is it ever Seattle? No. Yep. No. No. Just base the show in LA if you want to have everyone and their fucking mother there all the time. The fuck. Or New York, anything. Literally, Chicago, anywhere, anywhere but Seattle. Anywhere. Yeah, I literally was watching this and I was like, I know Cersei's gonna have something to say about this. <laughs> oh, you know it. I had a lot to say. About it. It's not even like that. He's like visiting Seattle. Like he lives in Seattle. <sighs> I j- no words. No people from Seattle. Let me know what the fuck is so great about Seattle, because all I can think of is the fucking Space Needle, which isn't that cool. On, on like our fiftieth anniversary episode or whatever, we're gonna go to Seattle and we're gonna check it out ourselves. We are, we are, and then we'll know if the hatred is valid. And you know yeah. what? I think it is gonna be valid because it's we'll a see. tiny fucking town. We'll see. Tiny fucking town. Any place that is not Chicago, New York, or L.A. is a tiny town to me. Back to Carly, folks. Sam goes. All creative people worry their stuff is lame. It's an artist thing. And I was like, very insightful, Samantha. <laughs> very insightful. They said, let me just uh, throw a little, you know, realistic uh, yeah. insecurities in here. Just validating Spencer. Is she an artist? How does she know? Yeah, she's like, personally, I know. I'm an artist. I think that my stuff is lame. Her art is bullying children. I was just going to say, <laughs> I mean, bullying is an art form. Yeah. I partake in it all the time. We partake in it right now. Yeah, we do. This podcast is glorified bullying. It literally is. It literally is. Hold on to your shorts. I was going to say we get paid to bully people, but we literally don't get paid. So. Actually. Okay, we get paid like pennies on the dollar. Actually, we, we got paid. Uh, I mean, it's tacky to talk about finances. I know it's really intimidating when you're listening to podcasters and they're making big bucks and you're like oh my god you make so much money off of this little podcast well hold on to your shorts once again because we got paid seven dollars for that sponsorship last week hell yeah that's right what what are we even gonna do with that money dude i think we should go to the mykonos i think so we should go to seattle ah mykonos buy a a spaghetti taco with it (laughs) but i want to talk about how spencer is literally an adhd king for a minute (gasps) yes yes it's so funny you can see i put the indent to type about that yes and then like uh, I forgot. I forgot because ADHD. <laughs> yeah. He, like, him not being able to find anything when it's literally in his hand or under his nose is so fucking relatable. Like, it hurts. Yes. It hurts. Yes. I put something down and it's gone. It's gone. I've never seen it. I have no idea. It's never existed to me. It, it never existed. Literally, it's gone. Literally. Have you ever been, like, in a room where it's like there's just, like, you know, yes. stuff on the desk and you're looking for something and you can't fucking find it? So you call someone over and you're like, where is this? And they're, like, literally right in fucking front of you. Yeah. You fucking weirdo yeah and this is why i have an early flight tomorrow and i'm freaking out because i hate navigating airports and people are like there are signs like everywhere like you'll be able to figure it out no bitch my eyes do not see i have the adhd no especially in the airport it's like a million things going on at one time i'm like i have no idea what's happening i'm sorry i bars i just rhymed just absolute bars period i cannot see i got adhd cersei x raps x really x good x (laughs) Now we're in the lobby, and (laughs) 
we're in the lobby and the gang is waiting for Harry Joyner himself to show up. And Lubert is passed out, obviously, at his desk holding a half-eaten cheeseburger. Freddie goes, who eats half a cheeseburger and then falls asleep? And Sam goes, someone who just lost the other half of this cheeseburger. And just starts eating eating it carly goes ew gross and sam goes it's not my fault waiting around for people makes me crave meat crave meat bitch she's not alone i've been craving meat too the fuck (laughs) but come on okay sam horny level let's go with the one sam's a little horny sam is capital h horny for meat she was like she's like i want the meat give it to me She's like, I haven't eaten in like three weeks. My mom, she spent her last money on this ointment. I haven't had any food. I'm going to eat this. I think we're on two different pages right now. I don't think so. I, no, I'm saying meat as in dick. Like, like, give me that meat. I mean, yeah, I'm agreeing with you there. I'm just also moving oh. on and saying that she's also She's poor. horny for food. Yeah. I mean, have you ever been horny for food? I don't think I've ever been horny for food. Um, no. I don't think so. Maybe she's like a... a a gastrosexual. Is that actually a thing? No, I just made it up, but now it's oh, real. I would believe it. Yeah, gastrosexual. We're trying to get into a thing. That's what Sam is. Sam's a gastrosexual. And throw in a little bit of lesbian, though. That's what Sam is. She is in the BLT Plus community, I'm telling you. <laughs> that was funny. Okay. <laughs> the G in LGBT is not for gay. It's for gastrosexual. <laughs> Period. We love the gastrosexual representation. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride. (laughs) Happy fucking Pride, dude. And when Carly is trying to explain what Harry looks like to Sam and Freddie, she goes, you know, he's a man with a face and hair. And Sam is like, yeah, I have a cousin who looks just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is literally me describing absolutely anything. Like, I have no idea how to describe someone else. Describe me, right? I just turned my camera off. Describe me. Um, she now has eyebrows and lashes and bad bitch long nails. Um, she's approximately five foot five. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Five foot six? What? You're like my height. What the fuck? Y'all, I'm tall now. I guess I'm tall. I'm what? Tall are you girl. shorter? You're definitely tall. Girl was about me. I'm fucking. I'm not gonna tell you. Keep going. No, I I liked five five. I was giving mm-hmm. you an inch there. Ooh, I'd take an inch from you. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> if a man is listening to this, please don't ghost me. These are just jokes. <laughs> I deserve love while I flirt with a podcast host of mine. Okay. Anyway. Moving on. Okay, I'm not describing you anymore because I think you're on the verge of a breakdown. <laughs> no, describe me. No, describe she's me. beautiful, you know. Oh my god. You just described like every woman. Dua Lipa, eyebrows, lashes, beautiful. Ariana Grande, eyelashes. Yeah, man, face, hair, beautiful. What kind of eyes do I have? Oh, you have little almond eyes. You have little like like lidded eyes. Yes, hooded. Little, little beady eyes and your little ah! American girl doll teeth. <laughs> Thank you. Where? There, she she said something on point. I have American Girl doll teeth. I got two teeth that just float there when my mouth is open, and I look like a fucking American Girl doll. You can't do it like me. I can, because I also have it. Oh, you can? Yeah, you have them. <laughs> Damn. That's why I can talk to Plot twist. We're both fucking dolls. Yep. Annabelle origin story. We escaped. <laughs> That's all I know about it. We escaped the doll factory and started a podcast. This is how we're tormenting society. Not killing people. Nope. Putting a high Carly podcast. <laughs> 
But we don't talk about iCarly at all. The men are literally tormented, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make you fucking ghosting me. Also, also, going back to this, wasn't this a joke back then? Like, hey, you, man with the face. Like, wasn't that like a thing that people would say? 100%. 100%. You are spot on. You are a cultural connoisseur. You you. know, everything. Thank you. I like to think that I am a pop culture queen. So thank you for I mean, you are. You are. I'm I'm impressed by you every fucking day. (sighs) Thank you. Anyway, Freddie goes, that's so cool. When Carly explains that pictures of Spencer's work got this mega art celebrity to come meet him. And Sam goes, you know what else is cool? Not you. Horny. (laughs) And Freddie goes absolutely fucking batshit crazy about how Sam takes every opportunity to take a jab at him. Freddie and Carly challenge Sam to be nice to Freddie for a week. And for every insult, she has to pay Freddie $5, which obviously she cannot afford to spend since she's Because she's poor. 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 Poverty. Yep. We're going to hammer that in this episode. So with that being said, Freddie tries to egg Sam on and get her to insult him by asking her to kiss him. And Sam refuses to insult him or to kiss him. And Carly goes, good girl. Dude, there there are three steps from Paris. They are in Germany right now about to cross the border. They're boarding the plane. They're they're boarding the plane. They're fucking, they're like, are you kidding me? All aboard to Paris. (laughs) We are about to high five while our male friend is on all fours between us. Oh my god. Why was this his first thought? Because he wants to make out with his true love, Sam. Like Yes. His his PP cannot overpower his brain. No. Nope. That's one thought. He might be H word for Carly, but he is I N L O V E with <laughs> Samantha. Yeah. Capital. Which okay, I've never thought about calling her Samantha. It just feels dirty and wrong. I feel like her I feel like she has one of those names, like, I have two friends named Maddie, and one of them is Madeline, and one of them is Madison, and it's a big difference. Yes. I feel like she's not Samantha. I feel no. like she's Sam, Samana. Sama, Sa- oh, I feel like she's, like, Samurai. Sam, period. Like, I don't feel Sam like, period. I feel like she's one of those people who doesn't have, like, a long name. Oh, which I her mom too. was like, Sam, Sam, that's enough. Yeah. Sam. Like, it could be a boy, it could be a girl, we're not really sure, period, Sam. <laughs> Just Sam. Just Sam. All right. I'm going to call her Samuel. Oh, Samuel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Samuel. It's up for interpretation. It could be a girl name. You never know. It could be. You never know! Why was Carly saying good girl? Why was that so sexual? Like, this situation was already sexual. Because they're on the train to Paris. They're in okay, Germany, yeah. going to Paris. <laughs> and she said, how do I switch They switched. Them? Their plane got canceled. Now they're on the train there. Oh, you're so. in Europe. Of course you're taking trains, not planes. Of Come course. on. Like, it was already sexual because of, like, the kiss. And then Carly had to say that. Like, not good job, but, like, good girl. Like, go to jail, Danny. Go to jail, Dan Schneider. Go. Thinking about Dan Schneider holding that camera and being like, like, wait, say it more like this. Like, don't be like, good girl. She's not a fucking dog. Be like, good girl. Yeah, slap her ass a little bit, too. Hold her hair back. Jail, jail. Let her choke on it. Adam Wiseman. <laughs> Arthur Gradstein. This is a legal court. This is a legal court. Nickelodeon, go to jail. With you have them. been sentenced. The entire corporation, jail. This is fucking disgusting. I like how but we're like, break- this is fucking disgusting. We're also like, <laughs> they're gonna Eiffel Tower. <laughs> the duplicity of man, you know? The duplicity yeah, of getting a girl who can do both. Now they're adults. And when we watch this, we were children. So we sort of see it through the lens of our own childhood. Where when exactly. we were kids, we watched it. And now we're adults. So we see them as kind of like being adults who look like children. Just the same way that we see our past as us being children who are actually adults. 
And you can write that down and send it to Obama himself. We're not doing anything wrong on this podcast. AKA Principal Franklin. Yes. Write it. Write to him. Yes. Absolutely. His birthday was two weeks ago, so he is now Happy birthday, Obama! (laughs) Anyway. But to break up their little flight to Paris, they trained to Paris, Harry Joyner shows up and says that he was intrigued by the pictures that Carly sent him oh. of Spencer's sculptures, and he had to come see them himself in person. Okay, he's H-word for the art. Oh, he's H-word for the art. I heart art. No, I horny art. <laughs> I horny art. <laughs> Carly tells him how excited, how capital H-word Spencer yeah. is that he's going to be here. Just horny energy this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> like who did not get laid out of these like actor directors writers not actors <laughs> take them back cut that like, out. they're children <laughs> they're children obama's listening right now they're children <laughs> who did not get laid out of these like writers and directors and dan and everybody in the writing room because this this episode is too much too much sexual tension yeah. i don't like it i don't like any of it they were like my bitch wife blocked Pornhub and I haven't seen her pussy in fucking years. I need to write some fan fiction smut for these children. <laughs> and this is what we got is this I heart, I horny art episode. And I swear to God, that was a spot on impression, you guys. Like if you, who, who Adam Wiseman directed, who wrote it? Uh, uh, Arthur Gradstein. Yeah, dude, that, that was like a spot on impression of Arthur. Arthur Gradstein um, sounds exactly like that, dude. If you look yep, him up, he sounds up. exactly like this and he has a bitch wife. <laughs> Freddie obviously makes another comment to Sam about his mom being his hero, trying to egg her on to talk shit. I want to say that Harry Joyner is played by Oliver Muirhead. He was in The Social Network. He was in Alvin the Chipmunks. And he was in National Treasure Book of Secrets. He was also in a handful of other TV shows like General Hospital, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Psych, The Good Place, and Two Broke Girls. And he is actually British, Cersei. So he was born in London. (laughs) Um, Did you guys know that I, like, studied abroad (laughs) in London? Like, I lived in London for, like, six months. But okay, I can clock this accent literally anywhere, and that is fake. And you know what? I am myth-busting that myth. (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. I did not watch this episode alone. I may or may not have watched this episode for the first time with someone who uh, G-worded me a little bit. Um, And he also agreed that it was like the accent was like weird, half Australian, half British. So I'm not crazy. His accent's weird. He might have traveled around. Well, I mean, he G-worded. So what opinion does he have? Yeah, none. He was also short. Moving on. Period. We are back at the Shea apartment now. And Spencer is working on his Yippie Yo-Yo sculpture that Cersei hates. And Harry says, Halo Mama, let me whisper in your ear. Tell you something (laughs) that you might like to hear. I'm no And Spencer... Oh, we're not going to do a whole song? Oh, I mean, you can in the I, background. I thought we were about like, to fucking do a cover. That we are, we're, the new, we're the Ying Yang twins. I don't know if you know this. It's true. It's true. We've taken over. Just kidding. <laughs> they had R-A-P-E allegations against them. Ooh, we are not them. We are not. We're the Yang Yong twins. Ayo. We're the Yippie Yo Yo twins. Yeah. But um, he gives Spencer some advice about his sculpture while whispering in his little ear, sweet nothings. Spencer just about faints and immediately fucking nuts at the voice of his hero. <laughs> Let me bust a nut on Nickelodeon! Ugh! Yep. Harry tells the gang that he's in town working on a real human sculpture and then goes ahead and takes a look at Spencer's multiple sculptures he's got going on. He tells Spencer that he hates them. And that they're amateur hour at fucking best. Please do the accent. Please do the accent. They're amateur hour at best. 
I love it. Y'all, she's from London. She's been faking I an American am, accent this entire fucking time. Surprise. This is this is a fake accent. Surprise, um, we're popping on Love Island. This has been a big prank. Yeah. Prank. This is just a little banter. It's just banter. <laughs> it's just bat and love. <laughs> but Harry leaves and then Spencer lays on the kitchen table ready to commit suicide. I mean, I think both of us were also about to commit suicide like two weeks, uh, a couple days ago, four days ago. Yeah, but like here we are. You yeah, know, I would even say a couple hours ago. But you know, I just you, know, I, you move on. Yeah, you live life. Yeah, you, you, know? li- you live and you learn. But I just think it's insane how iCarly is always reflecting our lives, like always, all the time. It's insane. It's like we are in the iCarly verse at this point. Honestly, like, it's almost like this podcast was fate. I have high hopes for it. I had to have high hopes for living. X, Natalie X sings X, Panic of the Disco X, even X, though X, Brendan X, Yuri X, has X been X, cancel X. Had to have ha ha hopes for this. <laughs> Cersei X compares us X to Yin X and Yang X, even though they have R-A-P-X allegations. R-A-P-X rap X. <laughs> yeah, they accused me of being a rapper. They didn't know I was on the street. I'm a clapbacker. Natalie X spells X really good X. <laughs> Natalie X is an X illiterate X. <laughs> and that's why you come here, folks. We don't know how to read or write. And that's cool. Period. That's why we have a podcast and not a blog. It's okay to be dumb, kids. You'll succeed. It's fine. Look at us. We're great. Mm-hmm. We have a D-list podcast. I'm a two-hour at best. <laughs> we're getting fired and ghosted left and right. <laughs> But Spencer finds out that Carly is the one who emailed Harry. He goes, you? And Carly goes, me. And then Freddie and Sam in unison go, her. Her. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, her. I can't believe they hosted SNL. What the fuck? Kind of cool. I Carly's getting big. Yeah. I mean, they are SNL, remember? You said that already. Yeah, they are SNL. They're SNL. Anyway, I thought this was actually funny. I did genuinely laugh at that. Me as well. Romantic. We have the same sense of humor. What the fuck? Oh my god. Once again, men, please don't ghost me. Can I jokingly (laughs) flirt with my podcast host without getting fucking ghosted? Stop appeasing to the male gaze. Just flirt with me on the podcast. That's it. Alright. Just leave it at that. Anyway, when Spencer lays on the table, there's an empty mixing bowl there that he lays his head in. Why is there an empty mixing bowl that is perfectly sized for this man's head just sitting on the table? Isn't every empty mixing bowl the perfect size for anyone's head? They're, like, big. No, I have small mixing bowls. And they're not mixing bowls. They're just bowls. No, but it's, like, a set of a set of mixing bowls. And they have a small one for, like, dressing. If you gotta, like, mix some, like, dressing, a little bit bigger one, bigger and bigger. I guess, like, the iconic mixing bowl would be that size. The iconic mixing bowl has arrived at the Met Gala. (laughs) She's walking down the red carpet, and she looks stunning. And she has Spencer by her side. She is wearing Spencer Shea. Spencer Shea is in her bowl. Oh, my goodness. On his way to Paris. <laughs> after the Met Gala, he's going to Paris, and we all know it. We all do. That's the after party, love. <laughs> Met Gala to Paris pipeline. <laughs> yeah. Harry 
he's such a fucking asshole. Like, why would anybody say this to somebody? Like, as a fellow artist, like, he didn't even give him constructive criticism, Mm -mm. didn't anything. Like, he just full-blown asshole behavior. Like, the kid should have fucking jumped him right then and there. The three of them could have taken him. True, but coming from someone who, like, has an artistic degree. (laughs) Okay, you are here. You shut the fuck up. And, like, like, someone who, like, has this background. Like, yeah, fucking artists are fucking competitive, and they'll fucking, they'll, they'll knock your shit in front of people and make you feel like shit. It's just fucked up. Yeah, no, I was in fucking creative writing classes and there's this one guy who would consistently call everyone's writing banal. He wrote such fucking convoluted, annoying ass shit that was sexist, first of all, and he would, everyone else's work, he'd be like, I mean, it's written okay, but it's a bit banal. It it was like he just learned what banal meant and he kept fucking overusing the word banal. It was so fucking annoying. And then when he submitted this sexist ass piece of literature, quote unquote literature, I fucking went off and I was like, this is fucking sexist, misogynistic. You are in some little bubble where you're some fucking chauvinist, like, oh yeah, I'm fucking, I hate fucking women. And then he called me hysterical. He was like, I don't know why you're getting so hysterical. As, As he would, I'm not surprised. Because you're a woman, so obviously you're hysterical. Yeah, and then on literally months later, like a month or and a half later, I was really upset about that. But a month and a half later, he reviewed one of my works, and he, you sign your name at the like it's like you do it verbally in class, but then you also submit like a little letter. And in his letter, he was like hysterically yours, and then his name. What an ass! We should go jump him. We should go get <laughs> Carly, Carly, Sam, and Freddie to jump him too. So well, I mean, God already kind of jumped him because he's ugly and weird and probably doesn't have any. Fun fucking friends oh he's like really atrocious looking so well that makes a lot of sense yeah i mean god jumped the fuck out of him yeah he got what he deserved he did it's always the ugliest ones who have the most to say you guys pretty people are good and ugly people are bad (laughs) that's how ethics works period that's on what love period 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 Period. anyway where are we oh yeah um okay i wanna know i wanna know i wanna know i don't know what song that is I was just singing. Oh. I wanna know. This man, this whole ass man, saw the photos and were intrigued by them, then shows up and then he's like, oh, I hate it, actually. I saw the photos <laughs> and I, I came all the way to this unknown artist, even though I'm fucking famous, but I hate it. Imagine you send a fucking demo to Ariana Grande and she's like, ah, yeah, I love it. I wanna meet you in the studio. Yeah. And then you go in the studio. Oh my God, guys. Ariana Grande literally just joined the podcast. <laughs> Stop. No, she's literally here. She's literally here. And then here. you meet Ariana Grande in the fucking studio, and she goes, oh, yeah, this is actually oh, shit. Oh. Like, bitch, I sent you the fucking demo. This fucking man saw the fucking, he saw the photos. He, it, was, it was a sculpture. You could see it in a photo. Like, the yeah, fuck? He literally didn't even have to come out. Like, he, he, he literally take just a video. Like, cool, take cool. a video. I'm intrigued. I liked it. Nice. XX. After this bitch just, like, destroys Spencer, all he has to say is, I've got a packed schedule. I've got to go. First of all, you can't even say schedule, right? You gotta go to fucking literacy training, bitch. Schedule. Suck my nuts. I don't fucking like you. Me and him, me and him have literacy scheduled together, <laughs> so... <laughs> Which I, I know that men like to pretend like women can't make jokes and when they make jokes they're actually just stupid and need to be informed. I do know that British people pronounce schedule schedule. I was being facetious. Also, I lived in London. I think I would know. I think I would fucking know how British people talk, okay? I lived there. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Here we go. Here we go again. So Here we go again. I studied abroad in London and I won't stop talking 
talking about it. Here we go again, Cersei spiraling <laughs> about a man. Here we go. <laughs> I, I love this iCarly podcast that is about iCarly. Nonstop iCarly facts. <laughs> and not any of Cersei's issues at all. Just me. I got fucking ghosted. You, I got fucking fired. I fucking hate this guy. Cersei, I fucking studied abroad in England, okay? <laughs> you don't understand? In London. <laughs> I was there. I wrote on I a fucking eye. I heard the accent myself, I swear. I saw Big Ben. <laughs> I wrote the two. I'm practically British. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Spencer is still passed out four hours later on the kitchen table with his head still in the perfectly sized mixing bowl. I mean, when you find a mixing bowl that fits your head... You might as well use it. You gotta stay there. Someone else might come and put their head in it. Yeah. No, I see that. You gotta save your seat. True. He does. You know, once you you move your feet, you lose your seat. Yeah. I've never heard that in my life. I feel like that's something I should have heard. I've never heard that. Are you kidding me? That sounds like a Southern saying. Uh, My cousins used to say that all the time. Are they Southern? No, I'm not Southern. Are your cousins cousins Southern? No, uh, we were all born in New York. (laughs) Damn. Anyway. That sounds like some, that slick as dog shit or some whatever the fuck Southern people say. (laughs) You're a hoot like an owl. Move your feet, lose your seat. Carly tries to steer Spencer up, (laughs) but he is not having any of it. So Carly decides to what? To tickle him, obviously. Spencer sprints away as he should and locks himself in the room because he wants to be alone. I don't blame him. This is the same energy as like couples that are fighting and then the man tries to kiss the girl to like shut her up. And then uh, it's like actually let people have emotions. Like actually no. Like we're having a legit conversation. It's healthy to be sad. (laughs) When I complain about being ghosted, it's healthy. Okay, you know what? I am going to say maybe not maybe not so healthy keeping your head in a mixing bowl for four hours on a kitchen table but you, you know, know what i am gonna say it don't put your head in a mixing bowl Nicki minaj has spoken don't put your head in a mixing bowl he could be sad he could be sad but in the mixing bowl you know i mm. think that that might be another level never mixing bowl another level you know but that is also a southern saying don't put your head in the mixing bowl <laughs> that wasn't a southern how do you what are Hey, I'm from the South. I don't know. Didn't we go over this that neither of us can do a Southern accent? Never never put your your head in a mixing bowl. Never put your head in a mixing bowl. Yeehaw! That's like an old, like, that sounds like John Mulaney trying to do, like, an old man's accent. (laughs) Never put your head in a mixing bowl. Yeah, it sounds more New York-y. Yes. I feel like I just did a Southern accent when I was talking about the slickest shit stuff. I don't know. Hold on. The South. The South. I'm from Texas. Never put Yeehaw. your head in a mix. Never put that. your head in a mixing bowl. Never ever put there your you head go. in a mixing bowl. Yeah, that's there right, folks. Go. I found it. I found the accent. I can't always have it, but sometimes it takes a little bit. Takes a little bit. There you go. Perfect. Anyway, now now that we've gotten the accent, <laughs> when Carly tells Spencer to get up, he goes, "Why is Santa gonna come and tell me that I'm ugly and have no friends?" <laughs> I just spit my drink out. That was like that. This like, is the spit take that Carly and Sam wish they had. <laughs> Actually, he is. Santa's about to roll up, wreck your fucking shit. He's about to tell you that you're only three fucking friends. <laughs> oh, sorry, four friends. Sacco and three kids. Oh, one of them being your Sacco. sister. 
Sokka who doesn't exist. <laughs> imaginary. Our imaginary friends, real friends, will never know. And your three 13-year-old fucking friends who are your sister and her two friends. Those are your friends. So yeah, Santa is going to come and say that. This makes me sad because there is a little no, bit No, he'll of... have friends. He'll have friends after he comes to Paris. So it's fine. <laughs> Us. We're just Carly and Sam, but a different age. So, but this makes me a little bit sad because, okay, him saying that he doesn't have any friends is a little self-aware because he does not have friends. So does that mean that he thinks he's ugly and he has a low self-esteem and he doesn't want Santa to remind him of that? And he has some, like, trauma, like, childhood trauma with Santa. Like, these are all of his traumas, like, coming. I'm ugly. I have no friends and Santa hates me. (laughs) How did Santa hate him? He was the 1%. He was getting the most baller-ass presents. The fuck? That's true. Maybe Santa, like, I don't know. Maybe Santa gave somebody else a better, like, gift one year. You know those parents that, like, make you, like, call, like rich parents who will be, like, my... No, I don't my- know because I don't have a rich parent, so... Well, I, I have rich friends, and my rich friend's parents will be, like, yeah, call me by my first name. Don't call me mom or don't call me dad. And also just oh, yeah. be, like, really fucking cold and weird and shit. So, like, maybe his rich parents were the type to be, like, don't call me mom and dad. Call me Stacy and Ryan. Also, Santa was never real. Santa is not real. You're only three years old, but guess who's giving you the presents? It's us, because we're the 1%. Maybe. It's likely. It's likely. Many questions in the iCarlyverse that we are digging deep into. Many questions. Are we discovering answers? No. Hypotheticals, baby. No, but we're we're looking. We're looking. I and on. I and on. (laughs) But then he falls to the ground, and Carly (laughs) says he wasn't supposed to do that. And Spencer goes, well, gravity. Funny. (laughs) That was funny. This was funny. Was. Gen- genuinely, was. genuinely, genuinely, I'm gonna giggle at old I <laughs> But Spencer also says that this is the worst day of his life because his absolute idol thinks that his art is trash and that it feels like a rain cloud has opened above him and is pouring on him. And you know what, Spencer? This perfectly described how I feel right now. And I will also yep. be stealing this phrase. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this hits too close to home. I've been <laughs> mega so depressed all this week. Home. Yep. Yep. Just deep sigh. Deep sigh. I, I feel you there. But again, what a fucking dick Harry is. Like, I want to beat the shit out of him right, for making poor little Spency feel this way. What if we just like, beat up the up. actor? Like, the character. We know he's fake. But. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to find out where you are, Oliver Muirhead, and I'm <laughs> going to beat the shit out of you. Watch the fuck out, Oliver. If Watch you're in London, guess We're what? I know you. them streets. <laughs> I live there. Are you in Camden? She knows the fucking streets. Watch bitch. out, bitch. I know Camden like the back of my hand. I'll hop on the northern and find you. Get off at Angel, Angel Street. You in shortage. What if that was my voice? What if I just talk like that? Uh, I don't think we would have a podcast. We're back on the iCarly set. Freddie and Sam. Oh, God. <laughs> Freddie and Sam are talking, and Freddie's still trying to set Sam up to insult him. She's like fucking goading him into it. Carly walks in, and Sam is literally having like a fucking mental breakdown and offers to call an ambulance, but she denies it because there's a bigger issue at hand. Carly tells them that Spencer is still in full blown depresso mode about Harry, but the kiddos come up with a ding idea to show that Spencer is a good artist and that Harry's opinion doesn't matter Ooh, it doesn't while freddie's trying to goad sam and to insult him he goes uh, you want to come to a galaxy wars convention with me uh, i'm cosplaying nug nug <laughs> yikes <laughs> embarrassing very embarrassing big, big yikes big yikes also i just want to say how i hate this character's name is nug nug yeah. I, you know, I'm going to throw it out there. Um, but in case it wasn't obvious enough, Galaxy Wars is the iCarlyverse. 
and Drake and Josh verse uh, version of Star Wars. And Nug Nug is actually introduced in Drake and Josh episode Battle of the Pran- Pranthathar. Pranthatar. Pranthatar. Sorry. Battle of the Pranthatar. No apologies necessary. This is some made up nerd shit. We're allowed to be illiterate. It is. Okay. Yeah. Period. Fuck y'all nerds. Yeah. Fuck nerds. Anyway, Nug Nug obviously is also a spinoff of Yoda. I resent the fact that you said obviously a spinoff of Yoda. Obviously. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I did not think obviously Yoda I thought it would be one of those little creatures that's furry. I don't know their name because I'm hot and I don't know shit about Star Wars. Chewbacca? No, the little furry guys. There's like a million of them. What little it's furry a species. guys? You know, they're in the forest. Oh, I don't know. I don't know Star Wars either. All I know is Yoda, Chewbacca, R2-D2. Okay. I'm going to say. Whatever the other fucking main Darth Vader. Yep, I'm talking about Darth Vader. I'm going to Google little furry guys from Star Wars. It, it fucking, it did it. Oh, Ewok. I thought it was an Ewok. Oh. Google knew what the fuck I meant when I said little furry guys from Star Wars. They said, yep, here you go. <laughs> Freddie then is like, oh, I wonder what kind of girl is going to marry me to continue to try to egg Sam on. And Sam literally bites the pillow she's holding out of frustration. <laughs> Sam is like, me, me, I'm the kind of girl who wants to marry you. My love, pick me. It's me. I love you, my little sub. I love you. <laughs> my little sub. My little <laughs> subway sandwich. <laughs> my little BLT gastrosexual love. My little BLT plus cheese on rye that I have every day. Um, num, 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 eat it up. Okay, we'll play three, two, one. You'll be nug, nug. Not yeah. a giggle. She didn't even giggle. Fuck it, I'm done. I didn't even giggle. I've, not a giggle. Not a fucking giggle I'll from up. Doug, you can be Freddie. All right. Um, the next thing Freddie says is that his mom makes him sign a waiver when he gets out of the shower to prove that he shampooed twice. Which, okay, first of all, shampooing twice is not good for your hair. It's not any better for your hair. No. If anything, it's detrimental to your hair. Freddie's going to go bald check. I mean, he probably is. What does Nathan Cress's hairline look like right now? Probably bald. Yeah, fuck, bald motherfucker. We canceled you. <laughs> Sam is losing her fucking shit at this revelation and can't handle the fact that she can't make fun of him for it. So she falls over, tummy first, and starts banging on the floor. As one does when they're frustrated. As one does. Yeah, she's literally tummy time. Like, literally a toddler throwing a tantrum when they can't get a fucking toy that they wanted at Walmart. That's literally her right now. All right, so you say, toddler to Walmart, I raise you. What does this sound like? Get on your stomach and bite the pillow. This is gonna hurt. Ah! That's what I saw! <laughs> she bit the pillow, got on her stomach, and started writhing. I am disgusted. Jail! Go to jail with the I rest of them. Go to jail with the rest of them. Go. Lock them up. Lock them up. Go. I am, I'm gonna do this podcast by myself. Go to jail. Go to jail. It's, Learn your lesson. I didn't fucking... They did That's it. Horrible. They did it. She bit the pillow. That's nasty. That's nasty. That's fucked up. I didn't do it! I'm not Dan Schneider! I can't. Yeah, I fucking can't either! Uh, Jerry Trainer, please come to Paris because I cannot deal with this. You're going to Paris without me? What the fuck? No, come to Paris so that that way you don't think about this shit. Oh. Because the writers and the fucking director didn't get laid and clearly you're having some 
thoughts as well that are I'm sorry, I got ghosted. I got edged emotionally. That's why I'm saying, Jerry Trainer, please hurry up. Please, we gotta escape to Paris, like Madagascar, escape from Come Africa. On. We gotta go. We gotta go real quick, Jerry. Let's go. Come on. Cersei, Nat, and Jerry Trainer, escape to Paris. Escape to Paris. Eiffel Tower edition. Anyway. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Back at the iCarly web show, Carly and Sam introduce themselves. Sam says, I'm Carly. And Carly goes, I'm Sam. Oh, wait, that's not right. I'm Carly. And I'm Sam. We, we were momentarily, momentarily confused. confused. Is this a joke? Who fucking knows? It's never jokes. Like, it's just jokes and bits on the I Rewatch iCarly podcast. It's just never jokes, jokes and, bits. and bits on the iCarly web show. It is dry. Sam announces that her cousin... Who isn't in jail? Greg Patio. Why do we need his full fucking name? Shouldn't his fucking last name be Puckett or some shit? Is here to be the musical nope. guest. Again, SNL. For their art exhibit they're putting on with Spencer Sculptures. Greg starts to play the flute normally. And the girlies are literally falling asleep. It's like they're watching butter be churned. They're not liking it. They're hating it. So what happens? Greg obviously asked them how they enjoy it. And they go, we hated it. It's boring. So he starts beatboxing while playing the flute. And the fucking laugh track goes wild. Because Lizzo, Lizzo is on iCarly. Lizzo is on SNL. This is exactly what's happening. They booked Lizzo on SNL. Congratulations to them. I got a little nervous that we were going to have another Miss Briggs moment with the bagpipes where they were just going to humiliate this man. I was a little bit nervous, but, you know, I'm glad it ended well for Greggy boy Mm -hmm. here. Greggy boy. I also want to know, how do you find out that you can beatbox on a flute? You know, I used to play the flute (laughs) horribly, might I add here. Um, I used to play the flute. Must, much much like Cersei lived in London, I, I used also, to play the flute. I also used to play the piano, but like, it's Oh my god, fine. me too. Hot cross buns. <laughs> Hot cross <laughs> buns <laughs> only. <laughs> but like, how do you find out that you can beatbox on a flute? Like, do you just like suck at the flute and you're like, wait a second, let me turn this into a beatbox. No, I think this is like peak white boyness where white men be like, I'm going to do this thing and then randomly do something else to it. Like, uh, yeah. I just, I feel like how, well, because wasn't beatboxing like, well, we have fucking beatbox boys. So clearly yeah. beatboxing is beatboxing a fucking is thing a, on this show. I mean, in the iCarly verse, beatboxing, beatboxing exists. It's in. It exists. It it's exists. There. It They're does. talking about it. It's They're there. doing it. It's trending. They are talking about it. It exists. It's it's trending. Hashtag, Hashtag beatboxing. beatboxing in iCarly. Hashtag beatboxing. iCarly started it. But like, how do you find this out? I don't think you find it out. I think it's it's a skill that you try to like just get good at like okay think of a skateboard it's literally a fucking board with wheels on it you know some random fucking dude was just like what if i did something with this board with wheels this dude was just in his room like yeah i play the flute my mom makes me how the fuck can i make this cool oh well i can beatbox and play the flute i'm pretty impressed do you think lizzo like took inspiration from this iCarly episode oh 100 percent. iCarly's the blueprint for everything of course it's the blueprint for lizzo too that's true she was like i that's can't true. beatbox but what is even more captivating my ass she's like wait a minute wait a minute hang on i remember i remember this episode of iCarly back in the day and you know what i'm gonna try i'm gonna try to do the same thing and she did. And she did it better better than Greg. I'm going to say it. I'm not afraid to oh, say it. Lizzo's better I agree. than Greg. Lizzo is 100 times better than Greg. And she can shake her ass. Can Greg shake his ass? I don't no. think so. Greg has, If Greg could shake his ass, he would be throwing that GameStop booty, which no one wants to see. 
The girlies start showing off all of Spencer's sculptures, old and new, while Greg is just going like hard on the flute while beatboxing. Not twerking though. Not no ass. No ass shaking. Just just on the flute. Just on the. It would have been better with Lizzo, but whatever. We'll we'll deal with it. One of the sculptures is made out of bottles, and they say that it has a bubble butt. And then Sam goes, "Oh, like Miss Briggs." And it's, like, supposed to be a fucking insult, but, like, it is bubble butt an insult? I thought that was, like, you got a bubble butt, bubble butt. No, she's working on her badonkadonk. Remember, we went over this. She got the bubble, bubble butt. butt. Yeah, she's fucking doing her squats and shit, the fuck? I think this she's was... She's working out. She's looking hot. I think this was 100% that really weird transition in the early 2000s where it was, like, yeah. in the 90s, like, you should not have a butt. It was supposed to be flat. A big butt was, quote-unquote, bad. But then, like, when I was a kid, like, everyone wanted to have a fat ass. Everyone wanted to have a badonkadonk. But the TV was still saying that a badonkadonk was ugly. But then in school, it was like, we should have a fat ass. So I thought it was, like, an adult thing that adults were scared of having a fat ass, but kids liked having a fat ass. Yeah. Anyway. We went over this when when we went with Miss Briggs having a badonkadonk. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went over that. Me repeating myself. Sorry, my memory is fried. I have trauma. It's okay. Just a little refresher. A little refresher. (laughs) In case you guys forgot, I'm going to refresh you. We went over the cultural implications of having a butt or a small butt or a big butt in the early to mid 2000s. AKA a badonkadonk. Yes, a badonkaduty. Do you shit with that ass? I'd love to know, Miss Briggs. Do you shit with that ass? We would love to know. (laughs) They tell everyone to leave comments on Spencer's sculptures, which is a tongue twister. Spencer's sculptures, Spencer's sculptures, Spencer's sculptures. Spencer's sculptures. The web show closes out with an epic Greg solo. I just want to say that Greg looks like he should be the lead singer of a mm-hmm. band more than whatever his face is, the lead Spike. singer of the fucking Plain White Tees. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about that band from last episode. That the Plain White Tees. Yes. How we said he was so fucking ugly. Yes. I'm so like, sorry Greg to the Plain White When that. we get famous and we become friends with the Plain White Tees, I'm just going to say it. I'm so sorry, Mr. I'm sorry, Tom Hiddleston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I will call Greg. Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom Holland. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, Tom Holland. Yeah, whatever. But it, uh, liter- why is this man so swaggy? So smooth. He waltzes in and he goes, hey, Carly. Hey, Sam. And I was like, ah! pussy wet. Pussy wet. Why is he so sexy? And, okay, I hate this about. Pussy talented. It do cartwheels. Pussy like Greg. Poor Greg Patillo. <laughs> <laughs> hate that I, he has like a little like mustache but it looks ironic and i hate that i'm absolutely getting to the into the ironic mustache on men no no i've been through that phase get out of it get i'm out sorry of it. i'm going full bisexual i'm going full bisexual get out of it i thought i was a and lesbian he has earrings too <laughs> you know who he kind of looks like he kind of looks like shaggy like yes. what's that movie where Shaggy, the actor for Shaggy, has like the shaved head and like the earrings and everything? That's who he looks like. I know exactly what you're talking about. Matthew Lillard. Yes, thank you. Whatever movie Sexy. he's in with the shaved head, that's what he looks like. But okay, so Greg Patillo, he's a real person. That's why we have his full mm. name, in case you were wondering. And he's actually oh. known for his flute beatboxing. He has a whole <laughs> website which you can still check out. Wow. You can still check out. And everything, which includes a link to his book on how to learn how to flute beatbox, which Lizzo probably ordered. Wow. 
And I want to know how much Greg paid to be on this show because it had to have been a lot since he gets a lot of airtime here. Like, he literally gets a whole solo. Do you really think he paid to be on the show and they weren't thinking, how do we fill this up? Um, are you kidding? This is, like, I would not think that he paid for it if he was just, like, featured really quickly or whatever. But he literally gets a whole solo. Like, this entire segment of iCarly is about him. And we kind of go over it, but, like, iCarly, like, the show gets a lot of views at this point. So this is, like, any ad, like, in like keeping up with the Kardashians or any other like big show like that like they pay for ad placements like I'm sure he paid something unless he fucking like knows someone uh, but at this point when I Carly was no because it was airing at this point I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure it started airing it was like a like a sitcom kind of where it aired like as it went huh I think I think I could be wrong I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure or at least like maybe he found out about it and went because remember mm-hmm. when we were talking to Carly like she had said like they got a lot of views at this wow. point who knows but either way i mean he has to know somebody because this is like very oddly specific like unless they looked for a flute beatboxer like that's very specific i have to ask you a question have you dm'd him for an interview no but i should i'll also dm him see if he wants to come to paris since we're thirsting after him you know since we're booking some tickets already but us hey do you want to be on our <laughs> podcast him sure let me check it out me he's so sick that's why you love the bus I'm so sorry to this man. I'm so sorry, Greg. Listen, Greg, Greg, I just want to say that maybe I'll pick up playing the flute again now that I'm unemployed and I'll buy your book and I'll figure out how to like beatbox on the flute. So if you come on the show, I will learn how to beatbox flute. I think that's a pretty fair deal, you know? Also, this is the one and only episode where both of us will be unemployed. Period. Well, Greg, you got you got to hurry up, buddy. Hurry the fuck up. She needs to learn how to beatbox flute now. <laughs> you DM me. Okay, I'm not even going to DM you. <laughs> hey fans, anyone listening to this, go harass Greg Picadillo with Port- Portillo's, Greg Portillo's. <laughs> go harass him and get him to DM Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, now that we've harassed uh, Greg Pico de Gallo, um, one of the sculptures that they show off in the video is the Camp Squirrel, which throwback, <gasps> because that's from episode ah! one, which we haven't seen since. And it's a whole reason why iCarly even got started. So it's so cute that they're, like, showing this off. I did not even fucking notice that. That's insane. Really? Yeah, that is great continuity and a great catch from you. I did not fucking even notice that. Thank you. So they were, like, shout out because the only other old sculpture that they show is Mm -hmm. the bottle, like, robot. And, like, this is one of the two and this is the whole reason why i carly got started is this cam squirrel because that's what spencer used and that's why carly had mm. to ask freddie for his camcorder and you guys the rest, the rest is, is history. history so the rest is herstory <laughs> <laughs> on that note should we do a little mid-roll ad break i think so hot and sexy we love mid-roll ad breaks yeah you guys we're trying to get paid for this somehow <laughs> quirky <laughs> capitalism <laughs> <laughs> Spencer is emo AF on the couch, and the kids printed out their thousands of comments from their loyal fans about his amazing sculptures, and they just slammed them on his weeping body to try to cheer him up. And he's like, what is this? And they're like, it's all of our fans saying how much they like your work. And he goes, is one of them Harry Joyner? And they're like, well, obviously the fuck not. And Spencer absolutely doesn't give a flying hoot <laughs> about what these 13-year-olds have to say. Because none of them are Harry. Which, same. If someone isn't Harry Styles, I don't fucking 
fucking care what the fuck they say. So, yeah. You know, we don't care. We don't care. I don't care if it's not Harry. It better be Harry Joyner. Anyway, kind of off key, whatever. It's fine. Um, the kids are super defeated because their plan did not work. And they're like, what the fuck? We're the protagonists of the show. My plans usually fucking work. Why do we have this entire iCarly web show dedicated to his sculptures and he wasn't <laughs> even going to care? What the hell? What the fuck, man? Highlight of the comments is Sam's cousin, who, the one who is in jail, the jail cousin. I would love to be the jail cousin. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Hate jail. Yes. Don't want to go. Um, the jail cousin comes and saying, who cares about art? Get me out of this rat hole. <laughs> like, okay, base left his comments on the prison system. Like, iCarly says, abolish the prison industrial complex. Also, how the fuck was this man watching iCarly in prison? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's a, that's a great question. I didn't even think about Like all the prisoners gathered around in one room to one screen. <laughs> the prisoners are iCarly's fan base. Like they are the biggest fans of iCarly. Only prison, like they, the prison, like guards would thought, they thought it would be like a punishment. They started making all the prisoners watch iCarly as like a fucking punishment and be like, we're going to force you to watch this shit. You're going to hate it. <laughs> Turns out prisoners love it. We're like, fuck, we love iCarly. This shit is based as fuck. They're like all, they're like all in the comments. They just like, have keyboards. They're keep this shit up. Keyboards. Free us. Any lawyers, please call me at this number. Please, I need an appeal. <laughs> Prison is a scam, which it is. Fuck prison. No one should, like, literally, no one should go to fucking prison. Period. Opposite to their, you know, leftist ideals here, we absolutely <laughs> love them killing the environment by printing out this stack, stack of comments that they could have literally just scrolled through and read to him. Well, I mean, it's 2007. You didn't have iPhones yet. He, you'd have to, like, bring him to. Like, <laughs> well, no, they have the yeah, computer in the kitchen. They, they have the computer have in the kitchen. He's him. on the couch. It's two feet away. They could have read it. No, they 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 would have read it to him. It's a dramatic effect. The dramatic love. (laughs) Well, it killed the environment. So very dramatic, I I guess. We're killing the environment right now. Somehow. The internet closed. Sorry, Mother Earth. Period. I'm trying my best to save you, but Amazon won't let me. Spencer tells them that he is done. Done. Being an artist. And that he got a job. As what? What? A dental assistant. No fucking way. Everyone is confused as fuck, including me, because, uh, I mean, first of all, I feel like you have to go to school to become a, a dental assistant. Yes! Second of all, I feel like only boring people become dental assistants. Yep. Third of all, Spencer is quirky as fuck <laughs> and different. How the fuck could he be a dental assistant? Great question. Great question. Mrs. Benson barges in! Barges. And what does she ask? What? Why are you a dental assistant? Did you go to school for this? Where is your license? Why are you not being an artist anymore? No, none of that. She says, Freddie, you didn't sign the shampoo agreement. How do I know that you double pooed? Double pooed. Jail. Double pooed. Double pooed. I mean, I double poo frequently, but it's not shampoo, baby. No, it's not. It's a turd in the toilet. And I don't have to sign a waiver for it, so... I got no license to carry this double poo. I mean, Sam is holding back tears, trying not to insult him. And baby girl, I get it. That is, that is pain. <laughs> she should. That All of pain. us are. All of us are. That was pain. I mean, 
Double pooed. I that's I I don't have anything else to say besides double pooed. But I do want to talk about the yes. dental assistant thing because I'm glad you talked about the school because I thought the same thing. Like New Haven, where I went to college, um, actually had randomly a really big like dental hygiene program, which is a dental assistant, which you need to go to school for for three years. So how did Spencer just he yeeted the system? Do it. He said. I mean, he is the one percent. He probably knows somebody who knows somebody who knows but somebody. You know. He like paid someone off. Like, hey, just pretend that I know how to clean. Teeth. Yeah, I promise I'll do good. Yeah, but also, 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 I feel like him needing to quote unquote get a job after quitting being an artist implies that he was making a sustainable income from art and now because he's stopping art that income needs to be subsidized but no but he wasn't yeah right because remember he was like freaking out about um mr One butter the gig. butter thing getting exactly cash. exactly maybe it's just like the whole like you need to have a job to be like a legitimate person yeah you know, but thing. it's like if that was the trade-off he could have literally done anything else he could have been a fucking youtuber or some shit like the fuck he could have started vlogging <laughs> But like he could have now, he could have been Neville. He could have started the rival to Icarus. Literally, he it could have been called like Spencerosity, whatever the fuck. He could have made the sculptures on Twitch, which did not exist. But yes, he could have. Well, YouTube, iCarly.com. <laughs> I just I. I don't understand how you hard pivot from art to dental tech. Uh, it's literally the mixing bowl and this is literally just for the joke that's coming. It's literally, that's it. Because it doesn't yeah. make sense. The mixing bowl didn't yeah. make any sense. It could have just been him laying on the kitchen table. But no, there has to be a mixing bowl just for the comedic effect. Was there a comedic effect? I mean... A little. Debatable. You know, like a little bit, but like it depends. Debatable. It would have been funnier if someone was mixing brownies before and then he went and put his head in the brownie mix. And he just like put it. And then he was like emo as fuck and noticed the mix and was like, it's delicious, but I'm sad. <laughs> or like he li- he lifts his head up and it's still like stuck in yeah. there. Wow. I, Carly, hire us for the reboot. We got we got some good bits. We've got good ideas. We got some good bits on the podcast, don't you think? It's bits bits and gigs, and that's bits it. Bits and jokes. In the hallway, Carly is emo AF herself because she feels like she fucking ruined her brother's career, which she kind of did. She kind of did. <laughs> Freddie offers to give her a hug to comfort Aww. her. And then he holds on and holds on and holds on. Uh and holds on and holds on until Carly has to be like get the fuck off of me you fucking weirdo Ah! electric chair like why 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 does Freddy have to ruin every single moment that would be so sweet like why does he have to be so creepy just be friends just be friends just be friends why do you have to be weird about touching her why like for what like what do you get out of a long hug dude what do you get out of it and it's like i feel like i have had long sustained crushes on like male friends before but it's like you are not allowed to act like this as a woman you gotta bury that shit deep no you hug them for an appropriate amount of time men just get creepy as a woman you hug them for an appropriate amount of time and then you go home and write about it in your diary like a normal person and that's it you don't like oh let me touch you you look at them for like a second too long and they're like you fucking weirdo yeah like and then men are like men are like not even like like you have no feelings you don't even know them when they do this shit fuck you freddie benson fuck you fuck you nathan chris fucking canceled bitch fuck you anyway (laughs) cersei x spirals x about x men x but this time x it's fictional x (laughs) or is it x (laughs) 
dun, 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 dun. The gang walks in and Mrs. Benson and Spencer, totally normal, are hanging out at the kitchen counter. Bestie vibes, <laughs> bestie vibes. And Spence is like, Mrs. Benson is your new babysitter. And Carly's like, huh? Huh? What? Aren't I a little old? Spencer, like, straight up, like, just dipped from the apartment and not given a flying fuck about the kids being there alone. Yes. Thank you. Taking the words out of my mouth. The fuck is this? Explain. The only thing, the the only, the only logical conclusion that I can come to, me, myself, and I, because I am a genius, is that Spencer wants to embody a responsible parent persona, which is why he becomes a dental tech, because that yep. is a very respectable career. So as he becomes a dental tech, exactly. he has to pretend like his sister is suddenly incapable of taking care of herself and hire a babysitter. <laughs> That's the only thing I can fucking think of. Like, he has now joined corporate America, and now he's like, oh shit, actually, I need somebody to watch my sister. Now I'm uptight as fuck, and I'm also a Republican. Newsflash! Period. Oh my god, Spencer's a Trump supporter? Fuck. Can't believe we gotta cancel him. The dental tech to Trump supporter pipeline. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Let's talk Fuck about that it. Fuck Carly. Let's get this on the table. Carly realizes it's after 4 p.m. And she's like, what dentist office is open after 4 p.m.? And Spencer's like, this is a special office, not created for the purposes of this episode to make this part make sense. That's open late for people who can't get nights off. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Carly tries to convince Spencer to quit again, but he is an impassioned dental assistant now, and there's no convincing him to quit. Absolutely not. He is dedicated to the fucking game, and the game is being a He's dental like, assistant. I'm about to make that dental tech money. He's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. I scammed myself in, and I'm going to make that fucking Maybe bread. he's just there to get teeth. It's all a bit. He just wants to collect some teeth. Ooh. That would make more fucking sense. But the dental is actually, like, the dentist is actually really great because I hate how doctor's offices are only open during work hours. And I know you said the whole, like, this is only for the plot, which it absolutely is only for the plot. But ideally, doctor's offices are only open during the work hours, which makes it, like, literally impossible to go without taking off of work, which not everybody has the ability yeah. to do. So, like, at least Spencer is kind of working in, like, a cool office that acknowledges that people can't always go to the dentist during the work day so like even though it is just for the plot i kind of fuck with it i think it's a little bit leftist well i mean here's what i'm saying um american society is like fucked up it's like fucked up how obsessed we are with work and labor like like period period period. Period. we're using funny voices but like we agree with it we're not satirizing this we're yeah but like this is like a this is like a serious serious. conversation but no actually like like fuck places not letting you like take off to for to go to the fucking doctor i had a fucking tit tumor and I was a bartender and I worked five days a week and I couldn't I couldn't schedule a doctor's appointment because I never knew what days I was going to work. And sometimes I just couldn't call yeah. off. I couldn't get someone to cover my shift. So if I made like a doctor's appointment like months in advance, like some shit could happen. And if Didn't I couldn't care. come in, I was fired. So I fucking had a tumor and could have died of cancer for fucking years. Because of this shit. Because of fucking America. Fuck this shit. Burn it down. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing like people with kids. Like people with kids like can't mm-hmm. find a babysitter, can't do all this stuff because other people are yeah. also working and like they can't get doctor's appointments or anything and like their jobs either they don't have them the time to like get off or their jobs don't offer them mm-hmm. sick time or anything like that because they bartend or they do whatever else that like doesn't offer you that time like it's so fucked up and with this spiel me and natalie would like to officially announce our candidacy for presidency we are running Period. we are running together we are co-running yeah no there will be no vp there will co-running. be no p there will be co-p's no 
Not cops. Not cops. Double P's. Double P's. Just double poos. Double P's. We're double pooing together, folks. And what do we say? <laughs> one is poo, one is pee instead of yin and yang. We're the poopy twins. <laughs> poopy. <laughs> We're the poopy twins. We shitted ourselves. When Nicki Minaj said, I shitted on him, she was quoting us. Yeah, I just shitted on him. That's our yeah. campaign slogan. Is that Nicki Minaj first? Cersei and Natalie, <laughs> I shitted on him. Yeah. Vote for us if you him. never want to work again. <laughs> and if you think healthcare should be free and childcare should be free and you should get paid for existing. And the American education system is fucked up and et cetera, et cetera. If teachers pride themselves on failing students, uh, fired. And Dan Schneider should go to jail. I mean, honestly, I kind of like that platform. Those are our. Um, in our first 100 days, those would be the first thing. Cancel student do. debt. Actually, we would so. just sort of, we, like, we would be the face of the operation, but Bernie would be behind us just, like, pulling the fucking cords. <laughs> but then we would also put yes. Dan Schneider in jail. Like, yeah. that would be our thing that we, like, wholeheartedly yeah. do. And get Jerry Trainer a ticket to Paris. Yeah. Oh, of course. But everything else, Bernie Snyder. Bernie way to get like Hassan Piker's fan base to just like eliminate us off the internet I think we should start beef with Hassan Piker you're too tall let's do it you're too tall and too right all the time Bernie Snyder let's do it again even our okay Carly yeah Carly tries to iterate the fact that she's way too old for a babysitter and Mrs. B aka Mrs. Benson in case you're fucking dumb and don't know what the fuck is going on on this podcast period it's like hey bestie we're just gonna be a uh, gal pals who uh hang out during the afternoons uh-huh, and evenings uh-huh, uh-huh. bestie vibes bestie vibes Carly loses her fucking shit at the idea of fucking Mrs. Hypochondriac, Mrs. Munchausen by proxy, having her little claws near Carly Shay's neck and starts yelling at Spencer in front of Freddie and Mrs. Benson. But Mrs. Benson don't care. She's excited to hang out with this child. She said, hell yeah, bestie. She said, bestie vibes. Bestie, you're sick and you don't even know it. I'm going to tell you that you're sick. You're going to get sick. I'm going to send you to the hospital. Bestie, just you wait for this new ointment. It's the same one that Sam's mom has. Bestie. Let me massage it on you. <laughs> um, Babysitters who say that you're, they're your, like, gal pals are weird and suspicious. Like, Carly's, like, 13. Just, like, vibe. Like, she doesn't want to be your gal pal. Just, like, she's in that rebellious stage. You know, just, like, let her vibe. Don't be, like, bestie vibes, okay? I wish I had some sort of comment on that, but I had an older brother, so I never had a babysitter. I simply just had a boy in the house being, like, don't fucking bug me bitch i mean i never had a babysitter either well i had a babysitter when i was like a baby and then my babysitter was my nana oh yeah i chilled at grandma's house i fucking i chilled at grandma's house too i never thought of her as a babysitter i always thought we were hanging out yeah so that was my babysitter see she was your gal pal i mean it took me a really long time to realize that i was visiting my grandma because my mom couldn't watch me i thought my grandma just really liked me i thought we were besties nope we were kind of besties, nope. though. My grandma loves me. <laughs> I, I don't want to brag, but my grandma's kind of, like, obsessed with me. 
Anyway, my grandma's dead, so both of my grandmas are dead. <laughs> so Sucks to be you. This is a this is a full circle from Grandpa Edmund. So. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe you got his name right. Yep. Poor went out for Edmund. He was also cool. Love you, Eddie boy. I do kind of have to agree with Carly on this one, though. Like, she practically yeah. raises this entire family on her own. Like, she's a single yes. mom. You know, she, she gave works birth hard. To she provides. She gave birth to Spencer. She um is the sole breadwinner of the household. Everything. Like, there's no need for her to mm-hmm. have a babysitter. There's no None need. At all. It, it, it makes no sense. She literally cooks, cleans, you know, get the bucket and the mop for this entire family. And she gets stuck with a fucking hypochondriac munchausen by proxy lady scary i would riot too scary that's a fucking horror movie that's a horror movie right there it is and freddie's just like creeping in the corner he's like yeah i'm gonna be here every day i'm gonna get to hug you so long every day i'm gonna touch you so hard i'm gonna get my little fingers on your flesh so hard and hold tight and never let go but anyway, back at school, LOL, fun, Sam and Carly are walking to their lockers, and Carly is wilding out about how much she fucking hates Benz- Mrs. Benson. Benson. We just call her Benson from now on. Miss Benson. <laughs> about how she fucking hates Mrs. Benson. And that if she were Freddie, she would K-word herself. K-word. I know a few friends where I was like, if your mom was my mom, I'd be dead. So I don't think she's th- I don't think she's too wrong. I don't think so. Meanwhile, Sam is venting yeah. about her own issues about her not being able to insult Freddie because she is so H word and she just needs to get that H word energy out by being the little dom that she is. And Carly <sighs> yep. doesn't doesn't give a fuck. She's like, oh, just insult him, give him five bucks. It's just five bucks, whatever. And Sam's like, hey, not yeah. all of us are the one percent, bitch. Like I'm poor. Like I'm dead ass poor, and you're just letting me right. like hand out five dollars to someone right. who's rich and lives in your rich ass building dumb bitch no she said give me the five dollars and i'll do it yeah right like fucking rich friends should like give their poor friends money speaking from experience they should allowance allowance carly just non sequitur i don't give a fuck about your problems did you know that mrs benson made me eat lasagna with a spoon because a fork is dangerous i can stab my tongue bitch i will stab your tongue with a fork listen to your friend complain <laughs> jesus that's all I gotta say. That should literally be a form of capital punishment. Uh, lasagna with a spoon? Lasagna with a spoon. Now I'm just craving lasagna. I kind of, you know what? I kind of want lasagna too. I'm thinking about it. I could go for lasagna. I can't wait until we both live in LA and when this happens, we could just make a lasagna together and be like, yeah. We could just make a lasagna. Yeah. But yeah, jail. Jail, Mrs. B. Sorry. Gotta go. Bye, bitch. You're behind bars now. Dun, dun. Bye. <laughs> dun, dun. You're with the rest of them. <laughs> I wanted to do a little deep dive on Carly's locker. Ooh. And by deep dive, I mean one literal one comment. Carly has a we can do it Rosie the Riveter uh, magnet. So, like, is she a feminist? Mm. Like, she's not a well, fascist? Are those things mutually exclusive? Because I feel like there are some fascist white women who are like, I'm a feminist. Yeah. But I'm also racist as You know fuck. what? <coughs> Tommy Lauren. <coughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> maybe she is because she do be having that military propaganda. So maybe she's like one of those. Like, Carly you Chase, know. Tommy Loren. Tommy Loren. <laughs> is it Lauren or Loren? Tommy Lasagna. Oh my God. Tommy, Tommy lasagna. lasagna. And she had lasagna with a spoon. Look at that. It's all making sense. You know what? She deserved the spoon with the lasagna. I can't believe that iCarly is right wing propaganda. Like the iCarly web show is literally right wing propaganda. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah, remember the fucking is. cat meowing the national anthem? Fuck that. Yeah, well, we didn't even get to see it, so. And then you meowed the whatever. It's not fucking Bang- Star Spangled Banger. Star Spangled Banger. Bam, 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 Y'all ready for this? Da-na-na. <laughs> 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 
meow 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 Sam comes up with the great idea that they should go confront Harry Joyner in the flesh because he's still in town. In the flesh. But I thought he lived there, so why'd they use the phrase that he's still in town? Yeah, I don't know. I had a question. Same question. Continuity error, miss. Freddie waltzes up in his Nug Nug cosplay for the Galaxy Wars convention, which I get that you're trying to goad Sam into bullying you, but don't you think that other people would also bully you for wearing this at school? I don't believe that Sam is the only bully there. Because if I didn't know you and I saw you, I would laugh at you. Anyway, Sam has my same reaction and just starts to spiral because she can't make fun of him to his face. So she shoves a kid out of his locker just to scream in it profusely. Then she storms away and tells Freddie to enjoy the convention, nub nub. And he goes... It's Nug Nug. And she goes, and storms away. <laughs> I'm glad you also mentioned this because the fact that Freddie is now publicly humiliating himself because his dom has now stopped degrading him is honestly so sad. He's waiting for that other bully to say something so he can feel anything. It's so sad. Anything. He's like, please, I have felt just void for the last five days. I am begging anybody to fucking make fun of me. He's H-word too. He misses it. He wants it. He's capital H-word. He loves the game. Kind of Chuck and Blarian of them, if you think. Period. Gossip Girl reference check. We're millennials. <laughs> now we are at this art installation where Harry is yelling out different quirky little orders to his human art subjects while he speeds around on what? On a Segway. <laughs> the kids spot Harry, Harry and they start sprinting full force at him. But Harry, he has no fucking time for these children. No time. He needs to pose every single person everyone and take a picture before the sun sets the gang is trying to tell harry how big of an asshole he is and how depressed spencer is over everything how he wants to kill himself he's in the bowl for the last four days i probably tackle suicide prevention they said logic (laughs) (laughs) but harry just keeps yelling things at random people trying to get his rp set up he could not give a fuck he does not care about suicide prevention (laughs) the kids are relentless though and they really want to get this across and they keep trying to get harry to have a conscience but he couldn't care less and just zooms away in his little fucking segue like paul blart the mall cop (laughs) carly won't give up and says that spencer will quit that job if it is the last thing that she fucking does she's gonna grab a scalpel and stand up in that dentist's office and says she quit or i do it and then he doesn't quit and she just a bit of Hari Kari. What can you say? And that's the end of iCarly, guys, you know? But while Harry is like yelling out these like random quirky orders, <laughs> he yells at someone to put a brassiere, brassiere on a clown. Oh my god, Pennywise likes to wear fucking bras, check, lol, bitch. Oh, Pennywise actually goes by she, her. Oh my god, Pennywise <laughs> is also the BLT Plus community! I love it. I love it. Wow. So this clown, like, has this brassiere on, and at the end, he goes up to Carly and asks her if he has it on right, and Carly goes, <laughs> I don't know. That's <laughs> because she has no boobs. Flat-chested <laughs> All of you, when this 13-year-old actress doesn't have any tits, <laughs> uh-huh. 
<laughs> this child hasn't gone through puberty yet. No puberty, no boobs. Ha. How fucking mean. How fucking mean. Bitch, I didn't have any tits. It was so mean. I did not have any tits when I was younger. This shit would have hurt me. It was so mean. It was so funny. Like, Carly was like, I don't fucking know how when I fucking know I how to put a fucking bra on. I don't even have a fucking training bra on. I don't even have a training bra on. Get the fuck out of here. But anyway. Oh, I wonder how big Miranda Cosgrove's tits are right now. I'm going to DM her. Hey, baby, what size That's are you? That's a great question. <laughs> but um, Clown with Bra, as his IMDB credit calls him. That's also how God refers to me. I'm so sorry, Natalie, but what the fuck was that? Was that a laugh? Like, I, let's replay. Genuinely, I feel like I cannot edit this episode and just put that car starting noise in there without addressing it out. That is not human. That's like a transformer. Like, what the fuck is because I have like the ugliest laugh ever but that does not even sound human it sounds like an old car horn or like a push button start like like that's what Megatron sounds like when he comes like okay that's enough cyberbullying for today let's get back to the episode but i'm gonna replay my joke because it's um really funny but um clown with bra as his imdb credit calls him that's also how god refers to me <laughs> i had something to say but i don't oh god what are you gonna say no i didn't i just that's funny that's all i had to say <laughs> but i agree i mean same what were you gonna say I'm a clown with no bra, so. <laughs> <laughs> clown with tits. Clown with a uh, free the nip. But anyway, he is played by Jimmy Graham. Jimmy. Who is actually a stunt performer. And he did various stunts on Big Time Rush, Batman and Robin, Inspector Gadget, and more. But he also has nine acting credits, five of which are for just being a clown. He said, I'm gonna <laughs> run with it, folks. I can do it, and I'm gonna run with it. You said that's all I know. Stunts and clown. That's it. And I have a fun fact. So it looks like Miranda Cosgrove never got tits. To this day, she does not know if that clown is wearing it properly. So if a clown came up to her right now, she would have no idea. Yeah, she looks like an a. We are. This is misogyny. It is misogyny. We are misogynists. No, it's fu- having small boobs is not something to be ashamed of. No, it's a flex. I can't wear like half the things that people with small boobs can wear. No, and like you can wear dresses without a bra and be like, yeah. oh, I feel cute and comfortable bitch i have been well i was a triple d in high school i've lost weight and then they shriveled up and then gravity happened and now my tits are saggy so when i say a bitch has small tits i don't mean it in a mean way i mean it it's a fucking compliment bitch it's a compliment she got no titties so that's how you know that shit's perky period period But another IMDb credit that we get is we see this girl who was like, she had her like leg up. She was a little gymnast, you know, she was like jumping around and Harry called her a freak, which is rude. Rude. But IMDb calls her flexible girl. Same. And she is played by Haley Holmes, who has also been in Better Call Saul. Ooh. 90210. Ah! Grey's Anatomy. Glee, Hannah Montana, and a lot more. Ooh! 
So she's got a few little fun credits there. So she's not a free Carrie. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Mm. She said, I'm Mrs. Flexi Ball and all the men want me. She flexy. But now that uh, the kitties are so determined and specifically Carly is so determined to get Spencer to fucking quit this job. We have hard cut to the dentist's office and Spencer is hard at work, obviously, while the dentist is with a patient. All of a sudden, the patient squirts a perfect stream of spit right into Spencer's face. The dentist is ecstatic and makes the patient squirt in Spencer's face again. Carly, big bird meme, (laughs) fucking barges in, breaks down the door, but before the dentist can even kick her out, he's realizing that she is the one and only Carly for my Carly and he's like my kids love that fucking show you can stay stay as long as you want you know like this is totally fine this is definitely not a violation of every single rule ever whatever kind of shady shit they have going on there you can stay Carly and Spencer obviously start having a deep emotional talk about how he needs to quit how he needs to come home but the patient keeps squirting on him during this whole talk why Why is there so much squirting? It's a squirt joke. Well, I get it. I wish I could squirt this much. (laughs) Me too. Honestly, I'm kind of jealous. You know what? I'm a little jealous. So maybe that's why I'm such a hater. Yeah. But like, like it's a squirt joke. We get it. There's so much squirting. It's uncomfortable. Like you're killing the joke. The first time funny. The second time funny. The third to the 100th time not funny. Move on. (laughs) This is what we in the biz call a clothesline bit. So instead of heightening the same joke in different ways, you just hit the exact same joke over and over and over again. But usually it's done in a way where every time you hit it, you can't believe it's been hit again. And it's funny because you just hit the exact same thing again. Um, but this wasn't funny. Yeah. It was uncomfortable and I was annoyed. Also, uh, what grown ass man is like recognizing iCarly from the web show iCarly? A pedophile. Yeah. Much like Carly Bondar was talking about. Yes. I was just going to say that when you were saying that because it's like, oh yeah, my kids love the show or whatever. And it's Quote like, unquote. Mm, but would you really recognize her so yeah. quickly if you didn't also know or yeah. or recognize, you know, or pay attention or whatever? Like- it is a web show, not a TV show. So back in the early 2000s when you watched TV, usually the whole family would watch it because there was one TV in the living room. So everyone sort of was watching the same stuff. Right. But as you got more um, technologically advanced in society, kids start watching things on their computers in their room and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like I could understand this if iCarly was like a TV show and it was being watched yeah. in the living room and the family was walking by or right. you know or if it was her turn to choose what they watched that night but um it's a web show my son my dear <laughs> sweet dentist jail pedophilia pedophilia he's a registered sex offender um I also just wanted to do a quick little point out that like before we go into the dentist's office you can see like the outside of the office a little bit and it says Schneider's Medical Complex hey Dan Hey. This man is obsessed with himself. He is obsessed with himself. Hey, narcissist. It's fine. Moving on. I did want to say, too, that um the whole squirting thing, it's actually called gleeking. <laughs> 
Gleek. Have you heard of this Gleek. before? No, I'm just thinking of Gleek, the television show. Yeah, so I tried to look it up because I was like, this is definitely a thing. Like, I know that this mm-hmm. is a thing, and I know that I've heard of this before. And everything was fucking watered down with, like, Glee and Gleeks. And I was like, no, I want Gleeking, like, the squirting from your mouth. I do this all the time. Do you do it? No. Oh, my God, I fucking do it all the time. Like, if my tongue is in a certain position and I'm, like, eating or salivating or something, it'll just squirt out of my mouth, like, insane, like a hose. Not as intense as that. That was dramatized, but it'll go, like, maybe eight to ten inches. Okay, maybe you are squirting as much as you think you are, just in a different way. <laughs> I want to squirt from my Pluminani! Not from my mouth! But anyway, it's called Gleeking, and I swear that this was a trend because as soon as I looked it up, I was like, what is the name of this? And I saw the word Gleek, I was like, I have heard of this before. At least in my school, in like middle school, maybe it was from this fucking episode, where people kept trying to teach themselves how to do it and try to like squirt it at other people. Oh my god. Yeah, it was 100% a trend, at least in my school if not other places it was definitely from this episode because i carly like set trends it did shit yeah but no that was not a thing at my school at least i don't remember but i mean the dentist is absolutely right and like you said too if you like put your tongue in a certain position like you can do the same thing so maybe like gleeking will come back you know i mean every time i do it i'm like i'm so happy i'm not in public when that happened because that would have been fucking (laughs) embarrassing like why are you just i mean i'll like spit when i'm chewing no it's a very specific type of it's not like spitting i don't like squirt from my mouth yeah it like shoots out and i can sort of like feel it like i know what it is it's like uh, gross it's like a little hose sorry my anatomy is gross to you i'm I'm gonna k-word myself now (laughs) we're stigmatizing gleeking where's a fucking mixing bowl i'm putting my fucking (laughs) head in it but while the three of them are talking, the patient who has his mouth open with um, dental equipment is just trying to talk with them, but he can't speak. So he's just making weird sounds, yes. trying to incorporate himself in the convo. Yes. And to me, it is not funny. It was incredibly uncomfortable and I hated <laughs> it. I hated every second of it. He's literally just moaning and squirting. Just like, oh, squirt. Like, bitch, that's how I'm trying to be this Friday night. Like, the fuck? <laughs> the squirting, like, moaning wasn't funny, but when he was like, I Carly? Ca- <laughs> like, that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. I feel like he was too good of an actor. Like, he's probably, like, a fucking comedian or some shit. Because it was too good to me, personally. But I hated the squirting. Well, you know, while we're talking about actors and who they are, let's talk about the dentist. My mind. So the dentist is played by none other than Bob Globberman. Bobby Globby. Bobby Globby. That's his name. But anyway, Bobby Globby here, he wrote his own IMDb bio, which I would love to read for you all (laughs) right now. Okay? Oh, I would love to hear it. So everybody sit down, get your popcorn. Sit back and relax. This is Bobby Globby in his own words bob left his corporate law practice on september 15th 1995 realizing that la law had lied to him about what it was like being a lawyer he began an acting career much to the chagrin which i had to look up it means embarrassment chagrin thank you yeah so the embarrassment much the embarrassment of his parents who had put him through four years at stanford university and three years at ucla's law school bob has appeared in over 75 television shows and in dozens of commercial and voiceover spots 
Yet, none of this puts a dent in the guilt. In 1996, Bob met his lovely psychotherapist, Stephanie Klein, and successfully duped her into marrying him three years later. On November 23rd, 2002, the couple was blessed with a daughter, Lexi Evan Globerman. (laughs) Bob is currently saving up for his daughter's much-needed future therapy. (laughs) The Globermans live in Beverly Wood, California, with their chihuahua who rage defecates <laughs> and their pitbull mix who eats her own feces bob's one regret bob's, bob's one regret is that he is not someone else i have so many things to say about that first of all i am calling the board of psychiatry so he went to a psychotherapist and they got into a relationship. That's illegal. Um, no, it just says he met he met the lovely psychotherapist. It doesn't say that he went to her. He just met her. Alright. I'll 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 leave I'll leave a message on the line for the board of psychiatry because my mom actually works with them. There's a post-it note. There's a, yeah, I'm gonna and then also you you're having a child November twenty third, two thousand two. Yeah. Which means that you conceived it dangerously close to 9-11 well he also quit his job dangerously close to 9-11 september 15th 1995 well i mean let's think about this november 23rd 2002 nine months before that well his wife would have been pregnant because that was only two months before was september no no, november 2002 oh wait 2001 yeah oh you know i don't even remember 9-11 she was one of the baby boomers after 9-11 then, I guess. She was a 9-11 boomer. She was a 9-11 boomer. So November 2001 would have been 12 months before. So nine months before would have been November, December, January, February. So he conceived a child January, February 2001. Months after 9-11. Months after. Who? He said, let's go. Get to business. We don't know what's happening. Who could have mentally had sex post 9-11? He said, live, laugh, love. We don't know. We don't know what the next day. You know, this whole country should have been celibate for at least five years after 9-11. There should have been a halt in baby making. But this man just went and fucked his wife right after 9-11. Yep. Like thousands of people didn't die. Yep. Mm, Distasteful. Don't like it. With his rage defecating chihuahua. And he regrets that he is not someone else. I feel the same way. My personality is horrible and I will never find love. Yeah, I agree. But at least I don't have a dog that eats its feces. I agree. Or a dog that rage defecates. I mean, I rage defecate, so how can I judge that dog? I mean, I just defecate, period. Rage, uh, yeah, sometimes it's in there. But, you know, IBS problems. I, I, I think I have IBS. I, don't, I might have celiac disease. We'll see. I'd be shitting. Yeah, I'd just shitting on them. Pee-pee and poo-poo, 2026. I'd just shit the door on them. <laughs> Not 2024. We're going to take over after 2024. <laughs> the pee-pee poo-poo twins. Um, but anyway, so some of his 75 credits mm-hmm. are the Goldbergs, The League, which is one of my favorites, mm. Fresh Off the Boat, Arrested Development. He also voiced Sherman and Handy Manny and Goru and Digimon Digital Monsters. Digimon Digital Monsters. Digimons are the champions. Yep. Wow, that's dope. That's pretty fucking dope. Yep. It was a throwback. Yeah. But moving on from Bobby Globby. Bobby Globby. The patient is played by Roger Narayan, who is an award-winning and four-time Best Actor nominee, Hollywood and international actor and producer. So his nominations and awards were for Indian versions of the Golden Globes and the Oscars. But he's also been in a lot of Hollywood things, such as The Young and the Restless, NCIS uh, LA, House, Victorious, and a bunch of other things as well. So he is 
is actually a really good actor who is nominated and has prestigious awards. I love that he's like the Bollywood Tarantino, but then he just he like is. appears appears in this random he's thing. He's just casually like a, a dental patient in iCarly. Does anyone want like a fun fact? What? What fun fact? Um, when you studied film, India is the only place that does not consume American films at the same caliber of the rest of the world because they're the only country that has like their own any semblance of um yeah their own films even like even Europe England does not have like a like center Mm -hmm. for filmmaking Bollywood is like a full like their own thing yeah so India is like not super influenced by American culture but a lot of other countries are influenced by American culture because they don't have their own version of Hollywood that can produce films Hmm. easily and quickly and they don't have the like money to produce that so they just consume American media which makes America in turn influence their culture interesting go India baby well Roger Narayan is influencing our culture yeah by this role that he's playing we respect you Roger I hope we're not saying (laughs) that last name wrong i hope not i i promise i tried but um harry he barges in obviously again big bird meme (laughs) the door is already broken down but it got rebuilt and he breaks it down again while spencer is mid-sentence in this deep talk with carly but before the dentist can kick him out he realizes that he is the one and only harry joiner the artiste and says obviously he can stay as well so now that everybody is in this tiny little ass fucking room harry joins in on the deep emotional talk he reveals that spencer is actually an amazing artist and that he was just fucking jealous because Spencer's sculptures are better than anything he has done in a very long time because he sucks. <laughs> Spencer faints from the compliment and Harry wakes him up by telling him that he needs to be an artist. So the dentist goes, wait, you're Harry Joyner, the artist? And the patient goes, <laughs> I was like, okay, LOL. Okay. Okay. Okay, Indian Quentin Tarantino. I laughed. I laughed. Uh, Why the fuck does this dentist know everyone? He knows everyone. Have one hobby. Simply one hobby. You're a pedophile? Whatever. Questionable, (laughs) but whatever. Liking contemporary art? Okay, but both? Both. Gluttonous and strange, frankly. Those two things cannot mesh together well. Nope. You cannot be a modern art connoisseur and then be like, I'm going to watch iCarly as well. Unless you're Spencer, because that's your sister's show. Of course, you're going to fucking watch it. But this dude, no. You're a fucking dentist. I mean, also, I mean, I feel like Jeffrey Epstein would probably, you know, be the same thing. So This dentist is Jeffrey Epstein? Wait, have you seen all of the little, like, um, things in 30 Rock that are, like, sort of nodding to the existence of Epstein's Island? No, I haven't. Well, it's there. It's in there. Uh, it's just. Oh, it's, shit. It's not what this podcast is about, but uh, I saw that on Twitter.com unconfirmed. I know nothing. I'm just relaying information. <laughs> <laughs> just a Jeffrey Epstein check, I guess. Period. I mean, Dan was definitely on those flights. I'm not even going to lie. Oh, for sure. Creepy as We fuck. should look into yeah. that. Or we shouldn't. We should just leave it like that because everything on this podcast is A joke, not, not meant seriously. to incriminate anyone. It's this joke. is facetious. This is satire. Right. Uh, my name isn't even Cersei. Her name isn't Nat. Neither no, of us are unemployed. It's not. I wasn't even fired. Yeah, exactly. This is all a lie. We fucking work at the Pentagon. Mind fuck. Period. We are part of, what was the fucking, not the CIA, what's the fucking thing, the CIS, CSI, whatever? That, those are just lab <laughs> people. MK Ultra. No, we're the, the product fucking... of MK Ultra. 
Y'all, hold on to your fucking hats. The fucking, the internet people who came and tried to put them in juvie. What was their name? N-A-O. I thought it was CSI or CIS. I think it was CIS. Either way, we're part of them. This is this is a long joke going on for that. Yeah, <laughs> us not knowing how to make the joke. No, you already kind of hit on this, but every time the dentist talks, the patient tries to jump into the conversation, but you can't hear anything he's saying because he's getting his teeth clean, which was a genuine LOL for me. I know you said it wasn't that funny, but I thought it was fucking funny because he's just like, I thought that that was funny, but the fact that he was squirting while it was happening uh, just made me uncomfortable. Oh, the squirting, not funny. The squirting, not like, funny. But the mimicking yeah, was funny. Yeah, like, that's why I thought he was a comedic actor, because the and the facial expressions were spot on yeah. for me. But the squirting just took me out of the moment, and I was like, y'all are nasty. Nasty. We already beat him up, but I'm going to beat him up again. Because, like, the fact that this asshole's masculinity was so threatened by having Spencer be a good artist that he had to tear him down, mm-hmm. like, the worst. Mm-hmm. The fucking worst. And you already said, he saw the pictures. He knew what the sculptures looked like. Like, we know he was just fucking yeah. around. We know that he, like, didn't actually think that way. He's an asshole. Yeah. Do you think that but, the men who have ghosted me are actually going to come running back and say actually I ghosted because your podcast is too funny and too amazing and I was really intimidated by it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they would never admit it though, but yeah. They're still listening. They are. They're hate listening. They ju- they ghosted because it was too much, but they're hate listening. Hi guys. They're the it- pod babes of the week. <laughs> this week's pod babe of the week goes to all the men who have ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> the dentist is intrigued and commissioned Spencer for a thousand dollars to make a sculpture for his waiting room. Wow. Harry asks if he can join and Spencer faints again. The pair decide to work together and all is right in the world again. Like, did the dentist not know that he was an artist before? Did he not look at his resume? Right. His resume. I was like, maybe she won't notice that I just completely butchered that word. I noticed. But, like, what do you, like... uh, Like, because he has no work experience. How the fuck did he get hired? I I don't know. Don't make no sense, love. I mean, you know, I was going to say, has he not spoken to him? But maybe he hasn't. I mean, I don't really tell coworkers, like, all about my personal life. So, like. Yeah, but that's not a coworker. That's his boss. That's his practice. I definitely wouldn't tell my boss about my personal life. So, that makes sense. But, I mean, like, if your personal life is your only history of a professional life, like. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I don't don't know. Spencer should tell Harry to fuck himself because his art is, like, (laughs) his art isn't any good. But Spencer is way too nice for that. I just... Like, fuck, fuck you. I can't believe that Harry now gets to, like, be cool with this and he comes in, apologizes. Doesn't even really apologize. He's just like, yeah, I lied. You'd be an artist. And then Spencer's like... Oh my god, yes! Work with me! I feel like this is what's gonna happen with us in Office Ladies. They're gonna be really intimidated by us at first, so they're gonna pretend to hate us, but then we're gonna be yep. besties with them. Manifesting. Also, unrelated, Spencer looks really sexy in scrubs. <laughs> Spencer, come to Paris, pack the scrubs. Also, like, I'm not gonna lie, Jerry Trader was part of my sexual reawakening i thought i was a lesbian and then i started having sex dreams about him and i thought "Mm, i don't think lesbians would have sex dreams about jerry trainer so thanks jerry now i'm bisexual this is my manifesto (laughs) (laughs) we're back at the shea apartment harry and spencer it's bestie vibes and they're partaking in some classic ban to love (laughs) carly and sam get home from school after being dropped off by sam's mom again no ointment this time Freddie immediately barges in and tries to egg Sam on to insult him even more. She's still broke as fuck, so she holds all of her insults in. Spencer then reveals that the dentist paid him the $1,000 in cash 
in advance and starts handing out money like the sugar daddy that he is to the kids (laughs) since they helped him get his mojo back. (laughs) And while Spencer is, like, trying to ask for, like, advice from Harry and, like, trying to work on the sculpture with him, Harry is like, I'll crave a hamburger. And Spencer's like, I'll make you a hamburger. Spencer's still trying to ask for his opinion and still cares and all this fucking asshole can think about is a fucking hamburger. I mean, I didn't... I hate this I didn't take it like that because Spencer said, I crave your criticism. I know, And so he said, come on. He said, I crave a hamburger I as crave in... a hamburger. What you're craving isn't necessarily what you need to be quenched with. You're just craving it. Okay, Harry sympathizer. Harry sympathizer over here. I was going to say, I crave affection. Doesn't mean I'm going to be quenched with it. Men will continue to ghost me. <laughs> oh my god. That's the theme of the episode. No, I have never been ghosted before this podcast. This is new for me and I'm really upset. Let me get the violin out, everybody. Please, play me a fucking song, bitch. Beatbox over it. X Natalie <laughs> X plays the violin. X while beatboxing. X. Thank you. Anyway, Spencer is like, is Freddie with you guys when Sam and Carly come home? And Sam's like, nope. But now that Carly's home, he should be here in. And then Freddie barges in, breaks down that door. This was, this was a genuine LOL, I'm not going to lie. Because Sam knows. Sam knows that he is fucking stalking them. He has, like, a little GPS tracker. Like She's jealous. Yeah, she's jealous. This is what we in the biz call a yippee. That's a certified yippee. Oh, yeah. That's a little creeper. He is a certified yippee. A little creeper crawler. Little man's watching you. <laughs> when Spencer's handing out the money, he gives $40 to everybody, a.k.a. Freddie and Sam. But Carly, she's special, you know, and she gets $41. Now, what did Sam and Freddie do to deserve $40? I would give them maybe 20 if anything. And Carly, Carly, is the reason all of this shit went down in the first place. <laughs> Like, the fucking, the $1 difference. Like, come on. Give her a $5 difference. I I guess that's supposed to be the joke, but. He's giving it to them, or at least allegedly in, like, $5 increments. Yeah. From what we're going from here. So, did he just randomly ask them to break one of the the $5 into a dollar? No, it doesn't make any fucking Um, sense. It's a Nickelodeon show. It doesn't make any sense. Dan Schneider, get it! Why would you get a thousand dollars in fives? Maybe twenties, but like probably hundreds. Yeah, probably. It's unrealistic. Fives? That's a lot of fives that you're carrying around. Unless he broke it, he spent a little bit of cash and he like broke it to give it to. But them, you still maybe. wouldn't like if you organically broke like a rack, like you. You would get two fifties. Yeah. This is just another one of those things that they do for the joke. But because we're adults, because we're old, we recognize that it's unrealistic, and we want Nickelodeon to have higher standards. It's unrealistic. All of you guys are fired. I genuinely, you're probably not going to agree with me. I genuinely love this sculpture. It's so cool. It's so fun. I love the gems that they're putting on the teeth. I would love this sculpture, especially if I saw it like in a dentist's office. I would love it anywhere. Like, I think it's a fun sculpture. I think that they understood the assignment and they're killing it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Miss Harry Joyner herself. Harry Joyner has been revived and you have fully taken on his energy. Um, not my fave. That's all that's all I'm gonna say, Anna. You can like it. I'm not gonna say What's your fave then? None of them. I like Maholi Nagi. You're forgetting I'm an art school dropout. I'm very, very snooty about art. I like this one. My mom's an art teacher. I, I'm not snooty about art. I just appreciate Okay, I'm sorry, art. an art teacher for like what? Like high school, grammar school? Nothing to be stoony about there. You're just teaching kids stippling. 
dots, lines. I will not accept the art teacher slander on this podcast at all. I won't. I actually fucking hate art teachers. Maybe you had a shitty art teacher. My mom's a good art teacher, so... Art teachers are what's wrong with society. <laughs> I was on Oomphcast with Quasi Matt where I talked about how every art teacher I've ever had ruined my art. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Shitty art teachers fucking suck. But I know a lot of good art teachers, like, in my life. Pouring out for the art teachers. Yeah, all the specials teachers. Sorry to your mom. Yeah, you should be. Anyway, I like the sculpture, okay? <laughs> now that Sam is no longer broke because she has her $40 and $5 bills, obviously, she rapid fires, conveniently, all of the insults that she's been harboring for the past few days and starts handing Freddie $5 for every insult until she has no more money. Carly is watching in the background, smiling and laughing. Ah, yeah. Classic Sam, huh? <laughs> These are Sam's insults. One, you're a nerd. Two, your breath smells like dead feet. Three, no girl will ever want you. Four, I don't like your pants. Five, if you were a country, you'd be El Salvador. Six, did I make fun of your butt yet? It's oddly shaped. And seven, so is your head. I have a few comments. Yes. One, dead feet. That's so specific. Not like dead fish. Not like de dead feet. What is a dead foot? Dan Schneider. Hello. Hello. Dan Schneider. Dan dead foot. Dead foot, huh? Dan. I'm Dan sorry. Boy? I know what dead foot smells like. The fucking cat. Like gangrene? Yeah, I had a cat who, I have a bunch of kittens in my backyard, and one of them um, got tangled in something and lost circulation for like eight hours, and we've been taking care of him, and he just got amputated today, but we've been taking care of him mm -hmm. with a dead foot for about a week, and it smells awful. I was like, what the fuck does dead foot smell like? And then I remembered Milky Way's fucking paw, and I was like, oh my god, that's what it smells like. It smells like death. Still a weird thing to say, Dan. Yeah, I, again, you know, maybe Dan has the foot fetish for Milky Way. Um, Leave my cat out of this. I, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Do not bring Milky Way into this. Next comment I have. I love how she has to throw in a comment about girls wanting him uh, because she's jealous and she wants him and she's been thinking about it. Yes. Next comment. El Salvador. That actually made me LOL. That was funny. I will, I will admit. It was funny. I wasn't expecting that one. Also... She has been thinking and looking at and about his butt yes. for a week, waiting to bring it up. She is she's in love with that badunkadunk, that bubble butt, all of it. And this is not the first time that she's brought up his derriere. Yep. Very curious that the butt is always on the mind. The butt is on the mind. It's on the mind. Mrs. Briggs' butt, on the mind. Freddie's butt, mm -hmm. on the mind. She's, she's, she's an, an ass, ass woman. She's an ass woman. Also... Girly, you know, like, you gave him an extra $5. I'ma say it, you did the math wrong. There were only seven insults. Unless you're counting the, did I make fun of your butt yet? I think that's supposed because, to be. Because, like, that was, like, a multifaceted one, though. But it doesn't really count because it's a, did I make fun of your butt yet? He goes, no. And then she gives the two insults. But if I tell you this. So that wasn't the insult. If I tell you this, did I, I can't even think of something to make fun of you for. Um... Let's let's pretend you have an ugly nose, which is very false because okay. you have a very cute nose. Thank you. Let's say I said, did I make fun of your nose yet? That's an insult in and of itself. I mean, 
but like is it i mean like i get it but like if someone said did i make fun of your teeth yet i would be insulted i'd be like yet yes but she followed it up with it's oddly shaped that's one together she said, did I make fun of your butt yet? No. Well, it's oddly shaped. I think it's... That was it's, the insult. That was the I insult. I think it's your butt deserves to be made fun of. That's the insult. And then, oh, let me dig a little deeper. It's oddly shaped. I guess. I mean, okay, okay, okay. Maybe maybe do like a $3 then. Like, she should have negotiated yeah. on that one. Because that's not an insult. I see I see where you're coming from. I'm just saying that I think the writers perceived uh, the did I make fun of your butt to be. Well, the writers were wrong as well. They're I'm frequently saying. wrong. They, they wrong. are always and wrong. And Sam deserved that extra $5 yeah. because she could have bought some more beef jerky or something. Like yeah. That. Like she she earned that $5. Yeah. She did. I'm not going to argue. You're right. You're 100% right. But that's the episode. And then we fade to black. Um, Just kidding. We do have our post credit scene. Ow, ow, ow. We're back to, you know, the bullshit. But um, the gang and Spencer, they're all literally standing emoji, staring at the camera, while Carly starts reminding everyone about Greg, the flute beatboxer, in case you guys all forgot. I did forget. Spencer, he interrupts her and busts out a fucking laugh. Freddie is then like, well, you can see more at iCarly.com. Then they all start taking turns doing the bit of telling us to go to iCarly.com, which we've seen it time and time again tired of it but but when it's spencer's turn he takes the bit and he runs with it he starts acting insane he starts going you must go to icarly.com he gets closer and closer to the camera and he repeats it you must go to icarly.com you must go to icarly.com he ends with a plea to the viewers please you must go to icarly.com once you do, Dan Schneider <laughs> will release us from this prison that he is holding us hostage in. Please go to iCarly.com. Hard cut. Terrifying. <laughs> Again, how much did Greg pay? How much did he pay? Because he had a whole solo plus the post-credit scene. Whose dick did he suck to get this? Did he give Dan a foot job? Who? What did he do to get this fucking Stop. thing? A girl from my high school entered high school, and the big rumor around the school was that she gave the student a foot job. Wow. And she was exclusively known as foot job girl. That's horrible. I can't believe that Greg went to my high school. That's crazy. Greg is the one who gave that dude a foot job, and that dude was Dan Schneider wow. to get on this episode. Wow. That's crazy. Full circle. Uh, you know, Greg, whatever you did to get on here, let us know, because we're trying to get on the revival, so, you know, if you could let us know, we'll think about it. We'll get back I think to we, we just you, gotta get his like, ass on the pod, like real quick. You know, come here, Greg boy. Come on, come here, Greg. Come on, I'll learn a beatbox on the flute. <laughs> I'll buy your book. <laughs> you tell me who you gave a foot job to. Like, we'll figure it out. Tell me how to do that shit. It's I fine. would love to know how to do a foot job. It's insane. That's gonna be hard. So this week's pod babe of the week is Justin, the union guy. Why, you may ask, who is Justin the Union Guy? Well, Justin the Union Guy is the Union Guy who was helping me not get fired and helping me resign instead. I love you. I owe you my life. Um, he said he was going to listen to the podcast because obviously that is what I talked about um, <laughs> while I was almost getting fired. Um, and he said that he was going to listen to it while he fights my case against the assholes at uh, my 
ex-employer. And what is his social media handle, everybody? It is Just Hubs on Instagram. Just Hubs. How do I know that? I looked him up. Did I follow him? No. But it's Just Hubs. <laughs> Next week, we're rewatching I Hate Sam's Boyfriend. And we hope that you rewatch with us. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to head to iRewatchiCarly.com to check out cool behind the scenes, like what we're drinking, how much we're drinking, our notes, and cool behind the scenes footage. Also, follow us on social media at iRewatchiCarly on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Cersei. You can find me on Twitter at Tequila Thought, on Instagram at Cersei.mp3, and on TikTok at Fuckass, F-U-K-K-A-Z-Z. And I'm Natalie. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Natalie R. Collins, and on TikTok at The Real Catalie, spelled C-A-T-A-L-I-E. Disclaimer, all views discussed in this podcast are opinions for the purpose of comedy, which includes but is not limited to satire, parody, and critique, and are not meant to represent fact of any of the individuals or involved parties discussed.